This is the Colonel Rad Alert. Civil defense information will be broadcast at 640. West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hello. Y2K. How can we prepare? Stop a few of their machines and radios. Throw them into darkness for a few hours. We are fighting for our lives. My family must survive. Over five years, thousand gallons of gas, air filtration, water filtration. Coming at you from the frozen tundra that is East Central Alberta, Canada. Streaming live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Rumble, and Odyssey. Welcome back to the workshop where we create community, find freedom, promote preparedness, and share success. I am Toolman Tim. Today is May 19th, 2023. This is episode 310 of the workshop radio. I almost call it the workshop podcast, just like that. So I got my beautiful... I'm going to call you sidekick assistant, but I think you're the star of the show. How are you, Mrs. Cook? I'm good. Just good? Yeah. Yeah. Tired. Tired. Yeah, Yeah. it's been one of them weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been one of those, you know, weeks that have like 15 days in them. Yeah, and and still not enough time, right? Yeah. Well, let's get a couple of announcements out of the way, and then we'll get on to our Friday evening live. How's Mm -hmm. that sound? So, uh, boy, it's coming close now, guys. One week from today, we will be on the road to the Thrivalist Fair. I'm looking forward to that. You looking forward to that? Should be fun, eh, hon? That's the one we're going. Okay. Yeah, in Washington. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna I be wasn't sure what it was called. Oh, yeah. No, that's okay. May 28th and 29th, we'll be there. Sunday evening, the 28th, we're going to be having a workshop get-together around one of the fire pits. It should be a fun time. I've got some special swag for everybody who shows up. Anybody, a fellow delinquent that meets up with us in person, we got a special thing for them, don't we? It's going to be fun. We'll have a, a bourbon tasting. And it's, yeah, I'm, it's going to be a whirlwind trip, but I'm going to be speaking. Uh, <laughs> Goofy Rufy says they love the streams with Mrs. as well. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's going to be a good time. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be speaking four times, twice on preparedness and twice on entrepreneurship. So it'll be a good time. Silver, get on the list. It's over half gone now. I'm not, I don't have an exact delivery date yet, but I'm thinking it's going to be early June at this point. So it'll be $100 for the one ounce and the half ounce certificate of authenticity. This is the only run of the official workshop silver coins for 2023. So if you want to get on the list, uh, give me a holler and I will get you on there. Hey, Chuck Peoples, good to have you this evening. And one more cool thing, uh, <laughs> we have some, I haven't decided how I'm going to sell them yet, but I have some custom workshop Batrix packs, which is really cool. And so what you guys have seen those Batrix cards, they are the little credit card style ones that uh, are one-time use, but you leave them in your car and just forget about them. They're good. They got an eight year shelf life on them. So anyway, they're going to be, uh, they're going to say Toolman Tim's workshop on them with the, the website and everything. I'll be selling them in person at some different events as soon as they show up. So uh, yeah, good to have everybody. First, I got Goofy Rufy here saying, did you hear about Curtis Stone and his troubles trying to get into the U.S.? Was this just recent, Goofy? I'm just curious. I might have to look into this because we haven't had any troubles traveling. Curtis, Curtis, uh, he's a permaculturist out of BC, I believe. Oh. And, uh, um, no, they don't give us any grief. Not yet anyway. So I guess we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I don't, uh, I did not, Goofy, but if you want to send me the information on it, I'll look into it because... Uh, Is this like a COVID thing, maybe? I don't so know, to be honest. That, right? Yeah, it's all gone. So, hey, yeah. Byron Roberts, good to have you. And uh, I couldn't talk Mrs. Cook into drinking an old-fashioned this evening, so... Yeah, I'd fall yeah. asleep. Um, oh, he was going to John Bush's Exit and Build Summit. Well, shit. 
I have to find out about that. I never heard anything about it. I wonder yeah. if he had something with him he wasn't supposed to have. I don't know. Because I, I believe Ed from Iridium Solutions had troubles last time going down too. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh. But we had no problem going to Tennessee. No, no. So far, no. so good. So I guess we'll see. Um, said it was more likely specific to him. Nothing for you guys to worry about. He's had trouble getting in for a few years. I, yeah, I wonder maybe sure. if they got, yeah, the Canadian, they're really good at flagging people. And that's the, that's why I try to be so polite and so careful going across the border mm -hmm. because God, as soon, if you get, if you're on their shit list, you are on their shit list forever. And you know what? It might, it can, it, it's not even for doing something wrong all the time. It could be just like you just had one of the border agents that was right. just having a shitty day and he decides he wanted to make your life miserable. Man, Ed had issues coming back. Jesus. <laughs> Man, oh, it's man. all how you talk to them too right sure yeah like if chicken hawk says we're too famous to be messed with yeah right here we go oh my god yeah no yeah. they don't no honestly if you're honest with them and you're polite okay and... so here okay yeah one step i get it um so one step closer said sounds like the border guard asked about compensation they used it as an excuse to keep him out vacation we'll we'll, we'll talk about that offline but yeah it's um <laughs> no the, just that's yeah, the magic word it is because vacation. that's what we're yeah that you you there's no compensation allowed at all if mm -mm. you're traveling to the states and well so, if well there is yeah but you have to fill out the forms and you have to let them know ahead of time and everything. Yeah. And, and and I don't know if it's like a like some sort of permit you have to have or Yeah, there's you know, there's like, a lot. A lot of hoops to jump through. So mm -hmm. for us, we just can't be compensated and we're going on a vacation to an event and that's yeah, what we and do. Well so, we're not compensated. No, no, so. no, no, exactly. So uh yeah, uh, Mrs. Cook gets this one. <laughs> um <laughs> And said he claims it's something on his file. He gets flagged each time he goes. He thinks it was something with his wife. I was with him. They forgot. Yeah, some strawberries. So actually, yeah, um, plants, fruits, vegetables, livestock. Like they they are really really sticky on that. As much as I hate people knowing my business, mm -hmm. it is a uh, how do you want to put this? So when you go to the border, you have it, it's a choice. We know we're choosing to go. Mm -hmm. We know we're choosing to submit or whatever you want to call it ourselves to this scenario. So we just know that we have to play by the rules coming and going. So we're honest going. We're honest coming. We make I, I keep an itemized list of absolutely everything we buy and we pay our, you know, government stipend on everything coming back if we can, because that's. It's yep. all you can do because if you don't, you try to hide anything. They'll just make your life miserable. You might get away with it two or three times, but by the time you don't, you're you're hooped. Oh yeah. And oh, there suggests John bought his ticket not as a for free thing, just buying it, and he was going to pay him back. But yeah, it was something that might be avoided if he got help from an immigration lawyer first. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, it's tough. I don't know. You know, it it it's it's tough. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? And it probably wouldn't even been a big deal. But like I said, maybe he just got an agent that was being a prick that day. Yep, having a rough go at it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just I mean, and woke it, up on the wrong side of the bed, it, didn't have any coffee. It can easily happen to us too, right? Yeah. I mean, we just we just try to be careful and yeah, enjoy ourselves. Yeah, just be really and, polite with them. Yeah, and and, yeah. and honest, and just yeah, it yeah. Geez, poor Curtis. Oh, this really sucks having an international border between us. Yeah, well, <laughs> it really does. And, and that's the thing, like they can make it miserable for you, but most, like, honestly, most of the time they're really pretty good. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah like, they are. But like, but if you're like, even if you forget something, most of the time they will let you off, you know, but 
said uh, when is. you're when you know you're on their uh, shit list, you got to have everything in line. Could be misses he drove versus flu, and was a small crossing in BC. Yeah, it's true, and mm-hmm. and it can all be where you go and who you talk to. You just if you well, get, and it's I, like, well, yeah. I find those small crossings too. They don't get a lot of traffic. Not nearly as much. So for sure. yeah, like so obviously, if you go to a busy a busier crossing. They ask you the basic questions and and everything like that. But if you go to the one where they have nothing but time on their hands, yep, they've got nothing but time on their hands. And like I and if they're bored, they feel like making you miserable. That's what they'll do, unfortunately. And and I find Border Patrol they have uh, bigger egos than cops. And, oh yeah, yeah, like they're just. Like their egos are through the friggin' roof. And you just got to deal with them, right? Mm-hmm. So we, it'll be good. I, I mean, I'm looking forward to this trip. That's what I yeah. I am. I mean, it's a it's a one-day drive, which sure beats a three-day drive like yeah. last time. Oh, so, yeah. I don't mind the drive, but back-to-back, yeah. back, it's a little yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, I'm... Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> we're getting it all worked out, aren't we? We're too so, old. <laughs> nah, it's just we have... We, man, we've been killing ourselves lately, so yeah. I... Um, I will have the trailer done. So if anybody's wondering, the, the renovations on the on our rental will be done before I leave. They have to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we have a lady lined up to clean it in a couple of days, right? 21st. Is that Sunday? Yes. Oh, yeah. So, and, um, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. So um, we'll, we'll have it ready. I'll show you guys some pictures. I'll probably have some on social in the next day or two. The bathroom is like 95% done. The two bedrooms are 100% done. The living room is 80% done and the kitchen is 80% done. Flooring's down, so it's just the little things. I'm excited. Um, and Goofy Rufy says, also, I get it. He was mad over it, but sounds like he was trying to do the whole I'm a law. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a law expert thing. And yeah, Border Patrol well, see, has and I, and I was going to say that too. Like, it's all how you react. Right. Like, if you if you all of a sudden go through there and, you're, and your dander goes up and you start being... You, like, you know, standoffish with them and you start bickering, you're not doing yourself any favors. So he, here's the thing. You have zero rights at a, at the international border crossing. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Do I agree with it? Nope. But you can't, you, there's, the only thing you can do for the most part is if you're not being detained is turn around and leave. But guess what? If you ever do that, you're hooped. Mm-hmm. So yeah, trying to do the whole, I'm a law expert. To me, that's the same as going yeah. to a police station and pleading your case saying you're a sovereign citizen it's just not going to cut it for you you can't i in all my years i mean i've gotten a few tickets with cops but the only thing that ever works is to be polite and contrite and honest that's it and it still doesn't always work but yeah because if you give them like especially border patrol if you give them any slight of attitude yeah they'll give it back tenfold oh yeah and And you're done yeah and they have way more power than what you do yeah unfortunately and like and if it's something that you want to do on a regular basis why piss them off right Right? because i mean you know we 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 bought land in tennessee we want to have Mm -hmm. you know we want to have the i I can't even call it the right we want to have the privilege to continue to travel down there so we have to play by the rules i don't want them stripping our car i don't want to be held up there like i don't want them destroying anything and and they will too because they're just like they love destroying vehicles they love stripping them yeah and, but why give them the why give them a reason no right? re- yeah it's horrible so i got us a few questions today i reached out mm-hmm. on social media and um so the first one uh this i, I tag i flagged this one earlier so i thought i better um so chicken hawk wants to know uh, why it burns when he pees and uh <laughs> i i think it's because he's holding it too close to a candle but i'm not sure <laughs> So I told him he'd probably be better off to ask his wife. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, so, 
but uh, I hope Chicken Hawk appreciates that answer. I would, um, you know, maybe stand further away from the heater. I, I don't know. But <laughs> all right. So the first real question came from Prepper Dad, Ryan Buford, good buddy of mine. We're going to see him next week, actually, okay. at um, at the uh, Thrivalist Fair. He said, uh, "What in what kind of ways does your wife compliment and fill in the gaps of your prepping goals and vice versa? So, um, oh, yeah, um, one step, I will save that question and we'll get to that one in a minute as well. So what are our prepping goals? What would you say? I'm going to ask you this to see if um, see where we land on it, because I know I'm the one who talks more about prepping than you, of course, but you're on the. Well, honestly, to be 100 percent honest, I ask you what we what you plan on doing. And I just kind of go along with the ride. Like, sure. You trust me. Yeah. You know, I, I think probably our first or our next, well, anyway, our next prepping goal would be to finish our one year supply of dry goods. Wouldn't yeah. It? We were talking about that. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've been talking about that quite a bit. And I'm, and I'm, and of course it's always me that if we're in the store and I see a good deal on something, I'm yeah. always the one buying it. You're, but. you're the one. Okay. So how we compliment each other. Here's a good one. When we were in Tennessee and we went into this tiny little podunk grocery store and they had the number 10 cans, I think they are the big ones of, they had beans and tomatoes, a whole bunch of stuff. Becky spotted those and she's like, let's take those home. And and so this is how our conversations usually go. She says, let's take that home. And I'm like, honey, we only have so much space in the box of that truck. But every time she talks me into getting something, I always manage to find room to bring yeah, it Yeah, because, so. well, see, with that kind of thing, it's like, we only have so much space in the truck. And I'd be like, yeah, but it's good for the pantry. And it's true, yes. And then he shuts right up. So. But nice. yeah, you're you're pretty good at, at finding. Um, sales. Sales and deals. I'm good at comparing things like. Um, well, you're the numbers person. Yeah, that, yeah, like. um dry goods, right? Remember I, so when we first decided to start doing our five gallon uh, buckets of dry stuff, I I priced buckets and um, oxygen absorbers and mylar bags. And I made sure that all of the, you know, I tried to find the the least expensive. And then I find the good deals on the food. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it it works. You know, it, um, you're really good. And we, we tend to, if one of us has slacked in an area, the other one picks it up over time, right? Yeah, and you and we reel each other in too because, like, sometimes we get a little carried away. Oh, stuff. I mean, I believe you can't have enough generators. You and, know. Well, and I believe you can't have enough laundry soap and toilet paper, mm-hmm. right? And and so we, you know, we we bust each other's balls, but it's it's a good way to to make sure that we keep each other in line, right? Yeah, because well, if well, generators and. Come on now. Yeah. But, oh, I, <laughs> but if we didn't have enough laundry soap and toilet paper, then we would, it, it would get down to the point where you go look for it and it's all gone. But it, like simple things, like I'm the one who's in the basement all the time because my office is down here. So I'm the one who keeps an eye on the dry goods, like the, the, the pantry somewhat, but mainly like all of our toiletries and our, like, so you'll be the one to be like, Hey hun, how are we doing for toilet paper or how are we doing for laundry soap? Yep. How are we doing for dry, dryer sheets, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'll usually look and I usually have a pretty good idea. Sometimes I need to check well, for I you. Come, when I come down and do laundry and stuff, I do a quick count because I have I have base numbers in my head that I don't want to go below. Right. And I'll do a quick count. Like for toilet paper, for example, I don't want to fall below 10 packs. Mm-hmm. So if we're getting to 10 packs, I order four more. Right. And 
same with laundry soap. My the magic number for laundry soap is thirteen. Right. And so it's like, and I if I if we're below thirteen, then I order some. And actually, we are now, so I'll be doing an order next week. But and we've got to the point where we order almost all of it online from Costco. Costco yeah. It so it caught okay. You, you guys got to know we're we're two and a half hours ish from the nearest Costco. We like to go, mm-hmm. but but I get the famous speech. We only have so much room. It's true. We always yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: we don't go to the city as often as we used to. And what we found was if we go to Costco to get toilet paper and the 216 loads of laundry soap and that kind of stuff. It does take up a lot of room. By the time we're done at Costco, our entire box of our truck is full. So Well, it just means you don't get any generator. Right. So we just skip a trip and we order things online. Yeah. Costs a little more. But overall, for the time, space, and everything, it definitely... Yeah, yeah like for the big bulk yeah. stuff. Well, here, here's another one. So tonight, Becky looked at me and she said... Um, what do we need to do in the freezer? Because we have a side of beef that's actually been sitting at the butcher's for two weeks and I need to go pick it up. And she said, do we need to organize it? And I'd already looked and I know what kind of space we have and what we need. But um, yeah, we're yeah. just, just the, the conversations of talking back and forth between the different things, you know, uh, one step closer says uh, that's a nice thing. When you have a working pantry, you can wait and buy a lot when there's a good sale. And, and yeah. we, we do that, right? Yep. Um, oh, uh, work our way through uh goofy says take a look at the home uh the hdx home depot totes from places like oh sorry hdx totes from places like home depot i use them versus five gallon buckets warlord tv does too they're cheaper in the equivalent storage versus five gallon buckets and they stack without any shelves oh so is that the yellow and black ones and so also how would you the only thing about that would be um the mylar bags. The mylar bags and making them airtight, right? Well, unless, yeah. of course, you just did them in, like, pouches and then just put the bag and stack the bags in the tote, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, you can do that. Why not? Be- yeah. yeah. Okay. But the problem is, like, with our issue is space. Yeah. Yeah. Like- but you know what? The- Goofy's got an idea there mm-hmm. because those totes would stack better than the five-gallon buckets against would, the wall. But then we'd have totes on top of buckets. And yeah. Then yeah. Yeah. Buckets. We've already... We've already standardized on, uh, yeah. And uh, says, yep, she uh, Goofy uses um, the Mylar bags, three-gallon Mylar bags. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that would that would make sense. You could actually make them a little smaller, you yeah. know, because, yeah. You could um, probably do, like, dry, freeze-dried meals in each one. Yeah, you could. Um, for dry, shelf-stable ground beef, check out Karn of Dunn Croft Permaculture YouTube video on making cooked and dehydrated ground beef. We talked, we looked at that. Remember, he was actually really happy because he found dry or butter powder. Yeah, powdered butter. Powdered yep. butter. He was so excited about that. We yeah, we Walmart. We went into Walmart in the mm-hmm. states, and they had some and the uh, peanut butter, yeah. butter, and it wasn't Mountain House. It was the other brand, but anyway, it was great to have them on the shelf for sure. Uh, Goofy wants to know: Will Costco deliver, say, a pallet of items for you where you have businesses? I don't think so, but I think they would. I don't know if it would come as a pallet, but I've I've never actually ordered that much. But I I've done the last big order we did for the daycare was probably about eight hundred dollars, and they just deliver it in boxes. They hate us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, the last I think there was like fifteen or sixteen boxes. I stuff. Yeah, I honestly, Goofy, I wish they would palletize it and ship it to us. I don't know. Maybe we ordered it from Costco Business. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I've never thought about that. I do like Costco business. You know, they're not, you know, just the, the big bulk items they have have been really good. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I can look into that. I don't know if they yeah. um, what As far as other gaps, I would say we're both good. We, we, we're both 
try to rein each other in on spending at times, mm-hmm. right? And that that's a real important. I mean, we're we're really good at making money, but we're also really good at spending it. Well, not we? so, on just spending though. You're always reeling me in on space. Oh sure, and in space is just as bad. It, it never yeah. never stops with you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's constant. It's true. I mean, we well because we only have so much space, right? And we're always trying. But to I always tell you stuff. we're fine. And yeah, we're always fine. Uh, Goofy saying, I'm thinking, considering fuel and time might be worth ordering 30 or 40 things of detergent, for example, if they deliver. No, I, I probably, yeah. no, they probably would. But the problem I found with Costco is once you get past a certain amount, their delivery fee gets yeah. quite high. Like we had, um, the only one that's worse than that is Uline. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. God. Uline is miserable. I love them. But, they've got everything under the sun and they're but, fast delivery. But but oh. last time I had, I th- um, cause Amy, Grace and I all did an order right. and it was, I think it was 10 packs of toilet paper and I think it was 10 things of laundry soap and some bounce. And then Barrett got his cookies Yep. and it was, it was quite a big order, but the shipping was $375. Holy shit. So, and yeah. so I kind of, and every time you take something off, it drops the shipping down. So we kind of got it lower. I think the shipping ended up being 106, 175 maybe. So here's, yeah. this one isn't exactly in line with prepping, but so you guys know we have a Montana mailbox, which is great because first off, a lot of the companies will only, you know, if people want to send me stuff for review, they'll only send it to a U.S. mail. Well, Ashley, and I'm using it for Bright Wheel too. Exactly. So yeah. we... We were paying about $100 a month to have our stuff shipped across the border from that box up to uh, Edmonton, which I've told you about before. And what ended up happening was it would take forever to get there and we'd pay quite a bit extra to do it. Plus, it's a five-hour round trip to Edmonton to get it. So to go to the Montana box, it's about a 10-hour round trip. Mm -hmm. So it's only about five hours extra driving. So we're going to save that $100. I'm going to be able to fly, uh, fly, drive to the States. We're and... not going to save anything because I'm going to go shopping. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Well, you're not always going to be with me, though. It's going to yes, be a, <laughs> a whirlwind trip when I go sometimes. But also, yeah. I'll be able to mail my stuff from the other side. And now mm-hmm. you guys are saving a couple hundred dollars a month getting your curriculum sent to the U.S., right? Yeah, through Bright Wheel, yeah. Yeah. So all that being said, it, it should at least break even. I, I don't expect to make money on the proposition, but at least yeah. we'll... You know, it'll it'll be worth our time for no, because they in, have so. one of those at home stores there. Yeah, I know you love going there. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, so uh, the preparedness guy—that's Nat, the preparedness guy—and and I don't know what our dogs are doing, guys. Sorry about that. You can hear them, but um, we. So, if anybody ever wonders what we look at up here, it's a security camera. So yeah, we've got this is our command center. So I've got our three <laughs> monitors here, and then if you look up, you can see four of my security cameras. Uh, up here as well. So we're going to find out what the dogs are going crazy oh, about. Oh, it's Alice. Oh, Alice is coming home. She went yeah. to spend the evening with her friend and have <laughs> supper. Her her best friend, her parents own a Chinese food restaurant. Oh, and, and she, she loves, loves the dumplings. So she'll go over, hang out with them, and they'll feed her right full. So <laughs> uh, Goofy says, the warehouse clubs, the business style stores by Loblaws, will deliver for 10 bucks here, and you can get more quantity than Walmart in prices the same, unlike Loblaws Grocery. We, we've gone to those warehouse club stores. Yes. They, they have one in Red Deer, remember? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. I They're insane tonight, the dogs. So, I don't know what they're doing there. All right. So, Nat, the preparedness guy, said, if I've cut out avocado toast and Starbucks, <laughs> but I'm still not a millionaire, what tips do you have for increasing cash flow 
for someone with a fairly busy schedule. That's tough. Say so you're asking somebody that's really, really busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, and I, I don't really think I have an increased cash flow. Well, we, we, um, we've done a lot for increasing. No, no, I meant yeah. like lately. Or if yeah. It's just. Um, so I think, okay. There's two ways to look at this. So increasing cash flow. Okay. Could also. Okay. It's a net gain or a net loss, right? So a couple of things. Number one. If you can't increase your cash flow, you can decrease your spending, which he already talked about there a little bit. But there, there may be other ways. So one thing we used to do once a year, we haven't done for a while, and I'm thinking we should do it, is a um, a bill audit, right? Mm -hmm. So we would, and, and this was this not so much cutting back, but what we'll do is we'll go back through our last couple of months of bank statements, and we'll see what recurring charges we have, which ones we can eliminate, or which ones we can cut back. So that's one way. We we used to do that a lot, remember, baby? Well, and, and also too, like, is it like a cash flow for money that you've already have, or is it like I a cash flow that you wanted like to make more money? I, it sounds right? like he wants to make more money too. So I mean, well, because like honestly, to make more money, the first thing that I would be looking at is the schedule. Right. I was going to say, I just yeah. want to shout out to D&G Ironworks. Good to have you. They just showed it out from over on uh, Facebook. So, yeah. So what I'm looking at here is number one, you know, look, look, do an audit of all your bills mm -hmm. um, and subscriptions. That's the shit that kills you. And I know we sound like what? Uh, no, actually, the TV, like if you don't have cable and you just do like the like the fire stick, like what we do, those subscriptions are creeping up all, all the, the time. time. And yep. and sometimes you don't even realize like and you're just like oh okay well when i signed up for disney plus it was 10.99 and now it's like 18.99 and you don't even realize it because right. it just comes out of your account every month right yeah and and or here's the other one this is really good you need a program so you sign up for the free trial or mm -hmm. you want to see the latest season of um yellowstone so you sign up for the free trial and then you just leave it and you forget about it and six months later you've paid 10.99 a month for something you haven't used since the last episode. Was yeah, on, the one so. that's really digging me with that is that Law Depot. Mm -hmm. I use that for like our yeah. contracts and everything. They're like $40 a month. Well, today I got a notice that uh, Office, they, remember we signed up for the free trial of Microsoft oh, yeah. Office? Did you cancel it? No, it had already renewed before I noticed it. So, <laughs> yeah. so there you go. Like, the, I mean, yeah, yeah uh, Chicken Hawk says the Tim Ramsey, that's the Dave. Dave Ramsey guy I show you on TikTok sometimes. He, he yeah. asks people what their net worth is and everything. So, and again, we, we're not preaching from because we're perfect. We're preaching because mm -hmm. we, we learn as we go, right? So, well, and, and look at your schedule too, because like. Yeah, go ahead on like, schedule. No, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always the first one to say that I'm really busy too, but I know. Now he has newborn twins, just, just put it in okay. perspective. So, but, but we've done but, that too. Yeah. Been there, done that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have. Literally. <laughs> but um, it's, but it's. Got the t-shirt to prove it. But if, um. But like with, with the schedule, it's like, like what you did last summer, like you cut out the baseball. Yep. Right. And, and it sounds stupid. Like, but yeah. yeah, like it's true. And, and like with me, like, um, if I want to get something done, I find the worst thing I can do in the morning is sit in the living room and turn the television on. Yeah. Because then I, because like, good that, point. then I don't get anything done. And, and it's not like I'm not even, I'm not barely even watching it. It's just, it's just, you get yourself into this little comfy position on the couch <laughs> and. And then you're just like, and the dog you know sit on your lap and your hoop. Yeah. Right? And then you're so. just like, no, I'm not moving at all. 
and then I'm useless for the entire day. Yep. Like that. Those are those are things that I'm the same way though. You know, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. If if I don't if I don't roll my ass out of bed at six thirty seven o'clock, then it's pretty easy for me to sit there and scroll on Instagram or TikTok for the next hour and a half till eight thirty. You know? Oh yeah, and yeah. It, it is easy enough to do and like. But sometimes with a busy schedule, it's not so much that you're busy. It's just because you don't have the motivation to do. And, and that's hard too. And, but in like, I know with, with new babies and stuff, you, it's tough. You feel like you don't, sometimes with new babies, you don't know whether you're coming or going half the time. And I remember when our twins were babies, it's like, sometimes I didn't even know what time of day it was. Didn't even know what day it was. But, um, but once, but I will say once those babies get on a good schedule. Yeah then can, life gets a lot easier. Yeah. And yeah. and there are times, I'm not saying that it's impossible to do it, but there are times when it's really, really hard mm-hmm. because you just have to, I mean, I remember. How twins, old are the babies? I, I think they're pretty new. I can't remember exactly what Nat told me, but I don't think they're more than a couple of months old right now. So okay. they could be on a schedule. But I, I was going to say, if they're not on a schedule, the best thing to do is get them on a schedule. Get them on a schedule because what we did with our girls is the one would sleep constantly and she still does. But as soon as Charlotte would wake up, we would, you know, they got that whole never wake a sleeping baby. That's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Because if when Charlotte would wake up, we would wake up and feed Alice at the same time. And then eventually got to the point they were getting up on the same schedule so that you don't have one twin waking up at two o'clock in the morning and then you're just getting back to sleep. And then the other one's waking up that you'll get no sleep that way. But as soon as the one that's always squawking, cause there's always one or the other, get the other one up. Yeah. And, and then eventually they kind of just get their systems in line with each other. And then going forward after that, I was about a month and a half and they were getting up at the same time. So we would feed them both. They both go back to bed and they were on that same schedule. And something that we always, I mean, something yeah. we did too. So something that new parents, and Nat's not a new parent. So it's no. not like, you know, they have lots of, um, we're not, we're just gonna, no. yeah. No, this is but, just, but yeah. twin, twins are a whole different. Oh yeah. Like they're a whole different thing. Like you can have, you can have 15 single babies, yep. but then when you have twins, it's completely different because now all of a sudden er, your work's doubled. Yep. Right. And, and like, I know with, um, one thing that we never, we never ever stayed up past their bedtime. That's at, what I was. Anywhere. So like that, if there's one tip we can give anybody who wants to get their life back in line. Yeah. As soon as you have kids, you need to put them to bed at the same time every night. I mean. Same routine. Same routine. Every night. Every night. And you will thank God for mm-hmm. that. We, we, we didn't do it earlier on we, we got better at it and we've had yeah, a lot but, of family who haven't and they got the, better at it and... but the routine with the twins like even if you're out to like 5 36 o'clock at night and you get home and you're tired and they're cranky it doesn't matter if your routine is putting them in the bath yep give them a bath give them their bottle and put them to bed you do that yes and then eventually it just becomes routine for them and and our twins like like i don't know like four months they were sleeping through the night yep and doesn't mean it'll work for everybody it doesn't mean but no but our girls never had issues with their sleeping because we always kept them on the same routine and the one night that we didn't you're watching hockey with my dad yep and we got home at 11 30 and that threw them off a routine for about three days yeah and it was miserable 
So here's another one. So again, I know we're skirting all the way around it, Nat, mm-hmm. because, but we, we're going to talk about a bunch of them, but uh, so Chicken Hawk says rewards programs. Mm-hmm. I get $35 of free gas multiple times a month just for buying gift cards at Kroger. We don't have Kroger up here, but uh, we have uh, PC, PC points. Plus, and uh, I actually right have, here. I actually have $380 in PC points right now. So, so uh, Goofy says uh, a good one is the shoppers, shoppers optimum card thingy. If you use the online points, buy grocery items at Shoppers Drug Mart, you can get 50% off of points. So, yeah, we, we use PC Optimum. PC the Optimum. Best. So, up here we have, and, and it, the, the concept works whether you're in Canada or the U.S., but we use PC Optimum for all of our gas and our grocery purchases for the most part, and we stack big time. Mm-hmm. We also use them. For now, you're allowed to use them for the business. So, spend and pay it off. Credit cards are great if you pay them off, right, baby? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so here's the other one, guys. We, there, okay, there's always perks, and some people hate credit cards, and we hated them for a long time. Oh, but, but we've got some incredible. Just the other day, we needed mm-hmm. to move. Now, it didn't have it, but mm-hmm. some of the credit cards, so, so we have a WestJet credit card. That's, I don't know if you'd call them the biggest, but I'd say they're the best airline in Canada. They're the biggest. Yeah. yeah. So we use them for, uh, Oh, I don't. Well, we well we use the WestJet card for everything, but we get what what they call uh, a WestJet point for every dollar. Right. So in return, if we spend certain tiers in December, we get what we call what they call a companion flight, which basically anywhere we go, we book it in one of our names, and the other one gets to go for free. And then we get what we call WestJet dollars, which I've used, I used half of them. Half of our flights have been free this year. Yeah. Like half of our flights have been free and the Avion points are just as good. And, um, oh yeah. What was I going to say about, oh, um, also extra check bags. So most people pay like 50 bucks each way for check bags. Those are included with a credit card just because we have it. Another thing, and this might sound whatever, but, um, the lounge. So we've worked our way into the the uh, travel lounge now, which is great. So here's the thing. The travel lounge includes free food. So if anybody's ever bought food at the airport, it's it's disgusting disgusting and it costs an arm and a leg. So if you go to the lounge and you hang out in there, all the food's free. So you don't have to pay your meal. You get priority boarding, you get priority checks. So it saves you time. It's tons. And you get the premium seats at a better rate too. At a better rate and sometimes for free. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. One step says another great tip is reviewing your insurance policies every year. Auto and home policy prices go up every year if you don't make them compete for your business. So this is a really good point. Now, not everybody can do this, but in our town, we have an insurance agent or a broker. 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 He does it for us. His name's re- Nathan. And to have that relationship, I mean, I can call him. There's been times when we've bought a vehicle and I've called him and he's been on the golf course and he's been able to get me proof of insurance to buy a vehicle while he was on the golf course. Mm-hmm. So having that good relationship, spending thousands of dollars a year with him, of course, yep. right? And uh, somebody just posted a picture of Ted Kaczynski. Well, I think it is anyway, the, the Unabomber over in Telegram. And I'm like, what the hell is that? So yeah. Um, but yeah, so having a good relationship with your insurance agent, he shops it around. But we keep him honest. Too. Yeah. Well, he he shops it around every year for us. Yeah. And then if there's a, any changes or any different, he'll call us up and he'll say, hey, the insurance company you guys are with, they're kind of jacking up the rates. But I found this one with this other company. We're going to move you guys over. He's and- actually sent us to other companies 
that he doesn't deal with to save us money. So yeah. I really appreciate that. Like yeah, our, our um, liability insurance for the handyman business, he can't cover us for that anymore. But he went out of his way to find the insurance company that would cover us, put us into contact with them and said, hey, go deal with them, right? So, yeah. oh yeah, here, uh, this is good too. We have that too, One Step. Said in Texas, we have an open market in electricity providers. I look for new rates every year and lock in a price for the next 12 months. We have it for uh, natural gas and, and electricity. And another thing too, uh, automatic withdrawal. Oh, uh, what do you mean? Well, because if you're, uh, that's another thing, if you are on automatic withdrawal, you don't get dinged with any late fees and Good point. late yeah. interest and stuff. And like, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it can, it can add up pretty quickly. And sometimes if you sign up for automatic withdrawal with utility companies, they'll give you a little bit of a break on your rates. Yes, they will. Or um, if you're now, if this happens to be somebody young getting set up, setting up for automatic withdrawal sometimes can be enough to get your initial deposit, deposit waived. So there's a lot of ways to save some money. Yep. We Check your cell phone bill too. Oh yeah. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. Don't even get me yeah, started on cell phone on bills. Yeah. They're miserable. For mm. Probably not so much down in the States, but up oh, here. I bet you they probably no, still they have, times, but. they have so many options down there. We like, we have like three companies up here that have a monopoly and they just yeah, put us it's through miserable. the ringer. Um, we need to shout out to Renegade Butcher. He, he finally showed up. He's back. Okay. It's the only time he's ever been fashionable in his life and he's fashionably okay. late. So good to have you brother. Always good to have you. But yeah, shopping around. Now, as far as trying to think of making more quick ways to make a, a buck. <laughs> um, um, man. Like uh, you could always, like, it's always the same thing that you always, like, that you do. Um, me? I, so, okay. I, like. If, if your wife's at home, and I know you have twins, but you can always babysit. You know, there's things you, you know, because, so. I still plan on doing an episode about this, guys, because it came up. People were pretty excited. I haven't done it yet, but about MLMs and how they prey on stay-at-home moms. Yeah, no, stay away thing. from MLMs. Yes, stay yeah. away from them. Don't, yeah, Goofy Roofy. You know what? You're not wrong. Donate plasma. Yeah. Um, just, we don't get any money up here for that, really. Uh, no, cookies and cookies juice. Cookies and orange but, yeah, juice. But in some places you can. So, yeah, yeah. DoorDash can work. Um I'm a big fan of service-based and, and I know it's like, okay, well you say this because it's what you've done, but service-based little businesses are a good way to, to work a little or work a lot. So you can take one or two jobs on, or you can take 10 jobs on depending on how much time you have. But the things you got to do is look at your bank account for reoccurring charges. You can get rid of, look at your schedule and say, Oh yeah, I am missing or, using up three hours there a week that I might be able to change. And well, and there's like DoorDash, but there's always pizza delivery places. Absolutely. Um, like I know from a woman's point of view, if I had just had twins, the last thing I would want is other people's kids in my house. I think that would probably like that would <laughs> like having baby twins, then dealing with other people's kids. It, I know that it. It, it would wear you out. It would wear you down and it wouldn't be, and you don't honestly make enough babysitting to justify feeling like that. Um, what, what would you, so, okay, I, here was another thing. And this is, you know, this is different for everybody. We did the, we did the math and you staying home saved us money compared to you going back to work and paying for childcare. Well, that was before they had all these great yeah grants. But but honestly, if 
um, if mom is home, what saved us money too is remember I used like making meals, yeah. not eating out. Yep. Because like if like uh, take a Sunday and prep for the whole week, um, shop the sales and get like casseroles, lasagnas, like everything, it all freezes well. Yeah. And like if you if you take the first like the first investment of like say say two hundred dollars and and that can and you can make two hundred dollars you can make meals for like the whole month, you're saving yourself a lot of money. Like just that's a good point. Like eating out eating out right now is one of the biggest oh. expenses for anybody. Like we went to A and W last night. There's only four of us, and it was it was almost eighty dollars. Well, and we don't get, like, I get a, a chicken burger and the girls each get a hamburger and fries and like $80. Like that's ridiculous. And yeah. And it was so bad because we're mm -hmm. so lazy with that. You oh, know? we're lazy. I, yeah. I, I don't think I've cooked a meal in weeks. Well, we did tonight. It was hot dogs. I had hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not, yeah. By the time I get home and I've been at work all day, I just don't have the energy to do anything. And I know I should be eating my own words and meal prepping and we have, we've done it and we've had, we, we've it, done so. it, but like, I figured where the but, twins are older now and, and honestly, and not, it's not an excuse, but I find every time I make a big meal, they never eat it <laughs> and it sits in the fridge and it goes bad. So then you, then you get discouraged and you're just like, okay, I, I'm not going to do it. Anymore. So this is 100% true. Renegade Butcher says I can eat well on under $5 if I cook. I can't buy trash dry food drive-through food for under 15 anymore and, and it's gross so too, like okay i'm gonna sound like an old man yelling in a cloud but the quality has gone down big oh, time a and w's disgusting i don't even like i honestly i just eat it because it's quick and i doesn't and it and i and it doesn't make any dishes and there's no cleanup right and but it's gross like the burger i had last night was disgusting yeah and, one step closer says the dollar menus are all dead i heard the other day so there's a guy on Instagram I follow that um, he does uh, voiceovers, really cool dude, but he does food reviews as well. And he was talking about um, McDonald's has been getting pushback on the cost of their items. If McDonald's is getting pushback, we're all in trouble. But mm -hmm. I, so I will say one thing I don't think we talked about this time, but when we traveled to the States this time, we noticed prices had gone up a lot. Actually, well, and. But I like, know they've gone up here too, but... But the problem is, yeah. so, like, my entire life, I like, my entire childhood, we lived on a border city. So we would always go over to Michigan to buy the stuff that we couldn't have, but the stuff that we did have, it was always significant cheaper, mm -hmm. significantly cheaper, like always, even with the exchange rate. And then, but when we were down there, we were looking at Walmart, and it's like, it, it's even, there wasn't as much of a difference this there, time. Well, but what made it worse, it was like $8 for cheese strings. Right. But then we have the exchange on top of it. So those $8 turned into $12 for us when we can get them for $8 up here. I definitely so, noticed, and now, and of course, this yeah. is that anecdotal, but I definitely noticed a difference even in the six months from when I was down in September till this time. And mm -hmm. we definitely noticed a difference from last spring to oh, this yeah, spring. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and you and you want to say, oh well, the prices are a little bit better, but they're they're the exact same. But like I said, we pay the difference on the exchange, and so automatically that puts us like like paying way more than what we should be paying for it. Mm -hmm. Martinson says, "Don't go shaking your fist at these clouds, Timmy. They smoke clouds. You could get evacuation in return." Yeah. So 
Here's we have something. 93 fires in Alberta. So we, we, we took the dogs to the, uh, the pet store the other day to get uh, shorn, mm -hmm. and uh, they went to the pet spa. And anyway, while we were in there, this um, native couple showed up. They had the, the tiniest little chihuahua that won't weigh two a, a pounds. Yorkie. A Yorkie. Her name was Bella. She was she the cutest was... little thing. Anyway, so we, we get talking to them. Really nice dude. And we're just standing there talking, and I said, well, where are you from? And he, he was like six hours away, right? Yeah, Meadow Lake or something. Meadow, yeah. yeah. He said, me and the wife went to get groceries the other day. While we were at the grocery store, they locked down our town and made a mandatory evacuation. We weren't allowed to go back to the house for our dogs, our food, our clothes, or anything. The only reason they were managed to get some stuff was their daughter, and I'm guessing their son-in-law or whatever. We're, we're still home. We're still home. They brought the animals out. So it was evacuation on zero notice. For 11 days. For a, at least 11 days. Mm -hmm. And they're almost... That was the minimum. So could you imagine, guys? That That's scary. Well, and uh, Judy, who... Oh, yeah. She bought, bought one of our, our dogs. She either. bought one of her dogs, and she's become a friend of mine on Facebook. She She's lost her entire farm. She was evacuated. And she she's the sweetest lady, too. She spent... They got the notice that they were going to be evacuated. She spent four hours catching all her chickens, her horses, her donkeys, everything loaded every animal up into a trailer that she had, got them all out of there. And when they left, she found out about five hours later that her house had burned. Hmm. And she's not young. She's like 68, 69. And, but she, I was, she actually messaged me the other day and she said, you know what things, she goes, I got all my animals. She said, even if a chicken had died, she would have never forgiven herself. And this is definitely the closest the fires have ever been. Yeah, I mean, the smoke is really bad. When I say that, guys, like we're 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 blessed where we are because yeah. traditionally we have small fires here and they get put out pretty quick. <laughs> so I don't know what I don't know what's going on with them. It's because Becky's not up there. It's because so, I'm down here. Yeah. Yeah. So it with the but as far as the fires go now. The other night I, I was on TikTok and there was a picture of a fire that the Hutterites were fighting. And it was in our municipality, a municipal district. So it was only well, and, 40 minutes away. And Edgerton is just like ours. Yeah. Like there's like there's some trees, but not a ton there's of trees. Almost no trees. No, yeah. but Edgerton, so, it was burning pretty yeah. bad. So like if it if it came down to Provost Way, I have no doubt uh, we would lose quite a few houses and stuff. Yeah, it, so. it sucks. I uh it so you know, it's pretty rare that I get prideful in where I live. I mean, I, I, I like it. Now, I've always said that Alberta is like the Texas of Canada, mm -hmm. right? And the other night I got this whole string of videos on TikTok of local guys going out with their gear fighting fires, you know, because the either the firefighters were exhausted or the government just didn't get people out there. And it was, it, it gave me chills. It was mm -hmm. really neat to see because there's all these farmers with their, their cat D9s or whatever they're called. They're out there, you know, uh, breaking up fire lines and the oil patch guys going out with the pumper trucks and, and like 16, yeah. 18 hour days trying to fight these they're, fires. They're doing guys, more than so. what the government sure is. They the are. government just comes in and likes to dictate. Yep. They like, they like to tell you what to do and where to go, but they won't actually do anything. Like it's the heterites and it's yeah. the farmers. And like we, we have farmers that are going on Facebook and they're posting and they're like, Hey, I need some help on my farm. My farm's burning. And next thing you know, there's like 50 comments and there's people heading down to the farm to put it out. Yep. And 
like, but you won't and see the government going down there. You want to believe I'd be there if we have yeah. a fire here? Well, I guarantee I would be. There was one that was just past Bodo. We all will be. And he had fifty comments, and they were going down there. And there was it a out. fire that close. Yeah. So His field was on it's, fire. Becky and I drove the other day when we went to Lloyd, and yeah. it's fucking dry out there. Yeah. It's the driest I've ever seen it in our area. Well, and for fires to be going on in Edmonton. Yeah, like on the Anthony Henday, which yeah. is which is a highway. It's a and, it's a four uh, three million person city. Yeah, so it's not but like for it's fires tiny. to be burning along the Henday is is pretty. It's, it's scary. Yeah. yeah. So let's you know we we yeah. we we have our bug out plans in in place. We yeah. we have all of our documentation backed up. We have ideas of how quick we can load the dogs in. You know, we yeah. we basically know what we would do if we had to leave on ten minutes notice. It doesn't make it good. But it, I don't, but most people don't have even a little clue, right? Well, Karen so. was telling me a story when I went and seen her on Thursday or yesterday. That's your masseuse. My, masseuse, my massage therapist. <laughs> your back She's adjuster. my friend too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but um, no, she was telling me a story that she was talking to her friend who is just north of, or just south of Edmonton. Okay. And she's surrounded with trees and you could see the orange glow. Oh. And they hadn't been given the, but see, this is something that they're used to. They, they grew up around it because there's trees. So, so it, it didn't really bother her. Right. And she called her friend. They said, well, there's nothing more we can really do. We've got our van loaded up with everything that we need to take. Wow. And we've got everything ready to go. So if they evacuate us and she's like, well, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I'm making jam. <laughs> she, she was, she's in her kitchen making jam and you could see the glowing in the woods. But they, her husband was out there uh, building up um, the wet dry fall, like the wet fall, blocking it off okay. as best he could. And but like, if if it's something you grew up with and it's something you're used to, it it, it didn't scare her at all. She was in the kitchen making jam. But and but they, they were, were already prepared. They so were ready. Yeah. You you prepare and then you live life to the fullest, right? Yeah. And, and that's but all. She we said can everything do. was all loaded up. The only thing they had to do was just grab her purse and his wallet, and they were ready to go. But she's just like, well, might as well do something, right? Absolutely. Uh, yep. Renegade says we need an Oster post for her set up a lightning address. I will set that up, Renegade. That's cool. Yeah, so that, no, that's, she would really, yeah. yeah, like, I know, like, um, like, they're not, like, I don't, they're not well off, right? Uh -huh. But, but I have she pictures. She loves her animals. She loves her animals, and her entire house is gone. Yeah. Her barns are gone. Um, the only, basically all she has is the clothes on her back and her animals. And, uh, my sister already offered, uh, her farmland for her yeah. pasture for the animals, but, um, I'm not sure how far away they are. She said they're quite a few hours, so I'm not sure what they're doing, but she's living in a hotel right now and they're trying to get, they have insurance though, right? No. Oh shit. All they right. didn't have insurance because. They own their They lived in the country. And, it was paid for. I get it. I and know. it's hard to get insurance when you're almost uh, when you're almost seventy, right? Yeah. A lot of people, won't, a lot of banks won't insure up here if you're that old. So they don't have insurance. And I, yeah, she's, yeah, I feel like, but I, I've never seen someone care that much for animals. No, it, like, yeah. Um. Okay. So there, there's a few. You guys got a ton of good comments here. Let's work mm -hmm. our way through them. But <laughs> so this one, okay, Goofy Rufy said, Build Show had a thing about foam you can spray on your home. So the other night when we did, um, so when the guy was on the other night that did the documentary Last House Standing, he hooked me up with a guy. I'm going to make contact with him. He is out of California and he builds custom fire suppression units 
for off-grid homes for oh, houses. They would, and they get yeah. some fires down there too and that was the first place i'd seen this gel that you could spray on your home it was a fire retardant gel hmm. you spray it over your whole house and for the most part it protects it from embers and things like that from actually catching fire it's really now, cool could you stay in the house i i think it's more for your last thing you spray okay. it before you leave but he'd also so there was this ranch in malibu and it was in you know Mount, they get decimated with fires in that area and they built so they had on ground or on location ponds that were there they had these massive pumps that would would uh aerate the air like um aspirate the air to make it like a fog mm -hmm. and so of course humid stuff doesn't burn as quick so he saved their entire ranch by building that so that, that's what karen's friends they have husband is doing he's oh. he's got um he's going around and he's all the deadfall yeah he's soaking it and That's then he's building idea. it up into he's um, building like uh trenches or yeah, whatever. Um, yeah like but, a um, wall earthen sponges mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah it's like That's so, what he's doing yeah, yeah the opposite of uh, oh shoot what were those somebody can remember out there those um hugel mounds yeah they're yeah. so they're they make hugel mounds which are they bury logs and um basically make uh like mounds out of them yeah. for organic matter and that sort of thing so yeah and and like they use like um be called fertilizer and yeah like yeah so goofy Rufy, you had to bring this up because i caught shit bringing <laughs> this episode up the other night so the other night i i discussed this episode but now i have you on here mm -hmm. so instead of me bringing this up i'm gonna ask you about oh this. about those stupid women so, and so yeah. goofy Rufy heard you guys had a dry spring and there was a girl a girl boss firefighter event where they did a control burn that went oops so did you hear about that hun i did yeah now, I, I don't think it was just firefighters, though. I think it was. Uh, th yeah, it there was, was something else. Yeah, yeah like, there um, was some sort of. Yeah. Like, um, was it like a, a like a, a native event or something? I'm not or something or. But it, it yeah. was so it was a training. It event. was all women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, could it have been men who did it too? Absolutely. Sure, it could have been. Yes. But honestly, like, what are you thinking? Uh, like, and, yeah, exactly. And, and and what pisses me off even more, more is that they were firefighters, right? Like they sh you you should yeah. know better. This is what you're trained for. This is what you get paid to do. Like what, like you can't have a controlled burn with this type of weather in Banff, right? Like Banff I mean, couldn't be the worst spot. Like I, there's so many trees. There's so many so much deadfall. Oh yeah. Like it's like the worst area you could have it. Like what are you thinking? Like, it was dumb. I it, yeah, and I, it was now, beyond dumb. It was. And I and honestly, I hope they get charged. Now I they do. got that fire under control, but it burnt yep. something like an extra thirty acres. I yeah, think. and I hope they get charged. And they I do. probably will. Yeah, you know? I have so. no sympathy for them at all because honestly, they should have known better. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I it was stupid and yeah. And the thing, and the, probably the thing that's going to save them is that we've had so many other fires that have been accidental that they're just not probably going to, you know. No, get, but I, yeah. no, I hope they do. I hope they charge them. And, you know, like, I hope they get more than just a slap on a wrist because honestly, and not to categorize it, but if it was men, they would have been charged. That's a good point. Yeah. So, and I don't, it shouldn't matter. Never thought women. of that, but you're right. No, they're, they were stupid. They're paid to do this. Like, this is, this is your job. Like you have one job. And you can't even like what is wrong with you? Renegade says sounds like fuckery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what, what ended up happening? The whole story was they were having a ten day uh, firefighter training on, on site event in Banff. In Banff, which is like, a national park, it, it would be like the equivalent of doing it in Yellowstone. Just right? Beautiful. 
and they were going oh, to <laughs> renegade butcher says was there a food manufacturing facility downwind by chance <laughs> remember how they were all burning for a while the food oh yeah facilities? yeah no and so like... they had planned on doing and they do control burns every year there because there's a ton of deadfall and old growth and just dry shit right so anyway um but the weather was bad the wind picked up on them and it burnt and yeah. there, you know nobody died i don't think any animals died but it was but yeah. the thing is so like we didn't get enough snow yeah it so was, everything yeah. was our and being a firefighter right they should, should have known should this. know this stuff yeah. and like that that's why i'm like i have no sympathy for them Goofy Roof, uh, Goofy Roofy says, check out Sep Holsters work on making properties resilient. I will. And I'm, I'm, I'm reaching out to a couple more people to bring on to talk about this stuff because I, I love it. It's mm -hmm. when I watched that documentary, that was the dude I'm like, I need to get him on the show because he created these systems and it, you know me, I geek out on that <laughs> stuff. Right. So, okay. So that was our prepping questions. <laughs> we have two movie questions oh, as well. Boy. Yes. So I'm going to save this one for last. This is the one where you get to shoot on me a little bit, right? Okay. Or shit on me. But um, oh, <laughs> what is the worst film each other has picked for the other to watch? So here's the reason I you say. You really want me to. <laughs> I don't. You can. Oh, so. Okay. First off, Becky always remembers the bad films I pick. And I rarely Which remember. All. Because I almost always pick you know, indie films or unknown films. Like we sat down to watch, what was that horror movie the other night? Terrifier? No, no, no. The one that was filmed in Edmonton that was like this experimental horror film. Oh, I don't, I can't it, remember. Yeah, and it was, oh my God. But no, no, no. Let, let's start with the whole conversation on how it goes. Okay. So <laughs> one step, you're not wrong. I'll okay. tell you a story anyway. So this this is exactly how our conversations go at night. When we when we've decided that we're going to have a movie, when night. we finally have time to watch a movie, so basically, Mister Cook comes in and he'll pull this whole line. Oh, I heard this one was good. I've read the reviews on it. It's got an eighty-seven. It's on got a, tomatoes. No, you never say no. You don't ever. You hardly ever say rotten tomatoes. Be like, oh, I've read the review. Everyone says it's a great movie. Everyone said, um, and then it, it's kind of like the way my brain. Well, who's everyone? Because. Whoever everyone is, obviously they suck too. So, but they, um, <laughs> but no, this is the same line that I get all the time. And as soon as he pulls out the, oh no, it's good. I know it's good. Everyone says it's good. I know it's going to be like the shittiest movie ever made. That's and, not true. Oh yeah. I don't pick shitty movies. There has not been any movies that I have picked that are shitty. Your movies, because you, you convince yourself that these movies are good I pick, and they're not because they, I take chances on movies. I take so, sometimes no, okay. we first some, time is a mis, is an oops. Second time is like okay, but thir, like but when we're getting up to like ten or fifteen times, I'm starting to doubt your taste in movies. Uh, but like the Terrifier, you hated the Terrifier. I enjoyed it. But then, how could you even enjoy that? But another movie like like uh, Hell or High Water, that was a movie you'd never heard of. I talked you into watching it, and it was fucking incredible. But then there's all kinds that are shitty. I, I know. No. It, it sucks. He, you, you just don't have any taste. I just, no, we, I'm we sorry. Have, I, I'm I like, knew this, would, I knew this yeah, one would get everybody. No, honestly, the last, without over-exaggerating, I think the last 10 to 15 movies that Mr. Cook has picked have been shit. And we've, had a, we've had a dry spell for movies. Yeah, we haven't watched it. Because but, but it was your idea to go see... Uh, 
Evil Dead. And that was an incredible so movie. So good, yeah. Because I don't pick shitty movies. Oh, that's not no. true. Oh, <clears throat> name one. Um, I'll think of one later. No, name one. Name one shitty movie that I have picked that we have watched that you said, this movie absolutely sucks and I will never watch it again. There was that Christmas movie that was like a Hallmark movie. And no, I don't watch Hallmark yeah, movies. Thing. Oh no, Charlie no, picked that one. No, he would, watch, no, he would watch the Hallmark so movies because he would hear is, they were good. <laughs> no. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> Seriously. No, there, there is, no. You tell me one movie that he, I've picked that is shit. This is what ends up happening, guys. No. I end up picking 80 to 90% of the movies we watch. And they're shit. And they're 50-50. Either oh, awesome, God. there's no in-between with them, right? <laughs> they so, are shit. <laughs> see, I knew this would get No, no. Sir, like, I, like, he, but you always claim, but the problem is you always claim, everyone says they're good. <laughs> But you well, can never do. tell me who everyone is. Let me see what this one was called. Edmonton Horror Movie. I can't remember what that one was. Yeah, it was uh, Skinnamarink. Skinnamarink, so yeah. I, we took a an absolute chance on this one because, remember, it showed up on uh, what's, um, Shudder, the horror streaming service. Yep. And we, we heard it was a, an indie horror film made in... Edmonton. Now you I heard. No, no, not me. You I asked got, me about it, and I warned you though. But I you did said say. I heard. Right. I didn't know anything about it. All I it, seen was a, I just seen the picture, and I was like, okay, was what's that one? Bad. Yeah, but but that was your famous line. I heard. Oh, I turned that one off. I heard it was good. I. Everyone says this is a good one. I heard this was the greatest movie. I heard. I heard. Yeah, Goofy Rufy, that is a deep Canadian cut right there. They said. Skinnamarink. They said, what is it? Sharon, Lois, and Bram going nuts? So, remember that? Yeah. yeah um, Sharon, Lois, and Bram, Skinnamarinky dinky dink, Skinnamarinky oh, dink. Remember that? that? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So is that one, a show? Uh, yeah, it was um, It was a CBC Canadian kids show from when we were kids I and didn't stuff, watch TV so. when I was a kid, remember? One Step Closer yeah. says, I have a few reviewers. I watched good movies when I was a kid. Oh, here we go. <laughs> So, <laughs> you know, it's true. <laughs> I love the critical drinker, although I will say he, okay, I love the critical drinker when it comes to film reviews. He definitely is anti woke, and sometimes I think he gets just a little bit, he believes his own shit sometimes. He's a great dude, and I, I love him. I would listen to him all day long. Uh, another one that I absolutely love, well, okay, uh, Red Letter Media. They, oh my God, those guys, I'll watch, they're the ones I watched last night. They, mm -hmm. they have, um, is that the one with the funny laugh, Rich or whatever? Yeah, Rich. Yeah. Rich and Jay and Mike. If, if you guys are looking for a good movie review channel, they, they do new and old movies, but they are kind of annoying. Oh so yeah. It takes some getting used to. Well, like to. when, when I, when I'm ready for bed and I see, oh my God, there's a best of the worst. It's an hour and 20 minutes. I am in my glory because yeah. they watch like three, they'll just randomly pick movies from the eighties mm -hmm. and they'll tear them down. Yeah. One step says red letter media is great. Yeah. And renegade butcher knows what a Christmas movie <sighs> is. Um, is, is, are, do we have any uh, admins in here that can ban this troll? Because we, no, we that have is a hundred percent a Christmas movie, but he'll say no. I heard the National Lampoons is the best movie, and it's the best Christmas movie. <laughs> so Chris Stuckman is also a really good movie reviewer. And if you like these So Bad It's Good, there is a channel called So Bad It's Good. I think it's mm -hmm. Jason Grant. You don't particularly care for his wife. They, oh, they do that... the Steven Seagal movies a lot. Yeah, well, it's not that I don't care for her. It's just she doesn't... Um... 
She's so monotone. Yeah, yeah, she she's yeah. very chill. But when they have when they have his buddy on there too, so they they sit, they watch shitty movies, and they make fun of them. And but nobody does it better than Red Letter Media. So if you're looking for some fun, yeah, they're, they're yeah. No, I, I listen to them when you're listening. Yeah, they're um, yeah. one step closer. Says I love best of the worst, the best episode ever. Oh, edged. Oh my god, we could geek out on this. Said the best episode ever was the one with the edged weapon defense video. So. Um, it's so funny. So they also do black spine editions. So people send them shit, right? People will send them. You guys remember? Well, anyway, if you go to the thrift stores now, sometimes you'll see just like random video cassettes that have no label on them. They tended to be the ones that people send out free for promotional purposes. They'd be 15 or 20 minutes. They have whole collections of those where they have to pick 10 or 12 of them and watch them in the night. Oh, and I forgot to mention they get hammered drunk while they watch them. So Let, let's uh, change. Tell, we went to the thrift store in Lloyd. Oh, for yes, fuck's so funny. Um, Mr. Cook is looking for cassettes. Old cassettes that old I can cassettes record over. That he can record yeah. over. And he picked up this huge. <laughs> it was the, the whole. It was the entire New Testament on 48 cassettes. <laughs> on 48 cassettes. And it was like this whole kit. And he's like, well, I can record over them. That's fine. So we get up to the I counter. figured maybe like three five bucks maybe. yeah we get up to, she proceeds to start counting the tapes and then tells him it's 24 dollars for, for these new testament cassette tapes from like 1985 so it was as she's counting them i'm like <laughs> you're not really going to charge me for every tape are you she goes for 50 cents a tape i said you can keep it <laughs> so i'll find some but i figured it'd be a good way to buy a bunch of old cassettes to record on for this secret project i'm working on for cheap well no 24 dollars yeah tapes. 24 dollars for a 1980s bible on tape yeah somebody out there is going to be like that tim is a heathen going to record over the new testament but it was no, i just yeah. couldn't believe she was gonna but it was a kit so it should have been a set price, but she proceeds to, she counted every tape. Goofy Rufy says, read by Charlton Heston <laughs> from my cold, dead hands. I never a, read who, who did, who I didn't see. No? Yeah, I, sh I should have looked. That would have been fun. Yeah. But for $24 for cassette tapes, come I, I on. Know. Yeah, it was. It was I told him you, you need to stop wasting your time with that one. All right. So yeah, I, honestly. Okay. <laughs> Let me hop up on my hobby horse for a minute. Has anybody else noticed that the prices at goddamn thrift short stores have gone through the friggin' roof? And it's crap. Oh, it. I just. It's unreal. Yeah. The amount. The price that they charge for things because a lot of people were buying and reselling shit online. So now they just look at. Okay, if you guys ever go on eBay to look at a price to sell something, you'll always find some idiot. That has, you know, a 1990 Don Ross baseball card that's worth four cents that they have listed for $145. Yeah. It won't sell, but they'll look at it and say, oh, well, look, $145. Let's sell it for that. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, yeah. So instead of looking at what it actually sells for, so the prices have gotten outrageous. Well, and and we don't have a huge amount of, of thrift stores around here. Like, well, we have one here in Provost. And, and they're, they're pretty good, actually. They're pretty yeah. good, but they're never open mm. but the ones up in lloyd it's like like so i used to um a year or so ago just after things started opening up with covid we were stocking up clothes at the daycare for like the kids to wear oh, yeah. because they didn't bring enough clothes or whatever so like you know you go and you pay a quarter for a shirt that way if the parents take it home and the, it doesn't come back it's not a huge loss but i was looking just skim in there yesterday and they were asking like three or four dollars for a kid's t-shirt that was stained with spaghetti sauce and so we like, we will go into and I, I know and we've also said to this, Walmart and buy Walmart at the end of season and yeah. buy a shit ton of stuff. But I'm not paying for, I'm not paying three four dollars nope. for a shirt that has 
spaghetti sauce stains down the front of it when I can go to Walmart and get a brand new shirt on clearance at the end of season for a dollar. Gloves and hats at Dollar Tree. Mm -hmm. the, we, we stocked up. We bought 80 pair or something last yeah, but year. I couldn't yeah. believe like the stains on those clothes. Like it's just junk. The price and, is just awful. Well, that kind of stuff, I wouldn't even, I would feel guilty putting that even on a hanger mm -hmm. to sell. Like, but they don't. I don't. No, they don't they just don't care at this point. No. So I got one more movie question for you. Okay. And it's a good one. I saved this one for last. This one came, So that last question about who picked, who's picked the worst movie ever for each other. That came from Letty Lou, he so does. she's good at asking. And this one here comes from our interviewer last weekend, okay. uh, Aaron, but she just sent it today. She goes, I know you have a bunch of favorite movies, but which ones do you watch when you've had a bad day? So basically, the comfort food, the the uh, the chocolate chip cookie dough of movies. Um, I don't want to say, because then they'll think I'm twisted. Oh, no, it's fine. So, <laughs> um, okay. I mean... I don't know if I would call it a bad day, but we, we have this list. Um, I, I don't remember what I called it, but back when we used to have cable or satellite, when we would flip through the channels, you know, when you channel surf, there was always a list of movies that we would stop on and watch. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, okay. I'm going to go with the first one. This will be one that works for both of us and it'll be Step Brothers. Yes. I love Step Brothers. S Step Brothers is probably the funniest movie ever that isn't named National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And so, I'm and I'm gonna throw it out there, I hate comedies. Yeah. And I absolutely despise yeah. them. And and I am not like John C. Riley, he is friggin' he's so funny. But um Will Farrell, I'm not a huge fan of his. But Step Brothers is the beside that one and knocked up are probably yeah. the only two movies that I've ever actually really laughed at. And, but Step Brothers, that, that movie is so funny. And, and like, we quote it constantly. Oh, did like, we just become best friends? Yes, we did. You yeah. want to do karate in the garage? I think so. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's one of did those. You put your ball sack on my drum kit? <laughs> but it's just one of those. Yes. Yeah. Like that is probably my, my favorite one. Yeah. Right, yeah. You know what? Let's go down nostalgia road here for a minute. Goofy Rufy says, oh my God, remember TBS? That used to be the sleep on the couch on a weekend afternoon movie station. Never the best, but good enough to get you through. And actually, and you know what it is now? AMC. Yeah. You could, I love, yeah, TBS. And when I was a kid, it would be ABC or CBS. They would have on Sunday afternoons, they would play movies. And then we had a station called the ASN Atlantic Satellite Network. Every single weeknight at seven o'clock at night, they would play a, an edit it for TV movie. And it was all, you would see things on there you'd, I'd never seen before, you know? Yeah. And I love that those days are gone, eh? Yeah. So it's your movie. Oh, man. There's a bunch. Um, so Step Brothers is good. Yep. Um, pop fiction. But it just, it puts me in a place. I, yeah. I love, fucking love that well, movie. Well, that's for you, though. I know. Yeah. But I, I mean, I've watched it more than any other movie probably of any type and it just puts me in a happy place really quick also the um the roland emmerich films independence day 2012 day after tomorrow those are yours i mm -hmm. I, I didn't want to uh, jump on your but it was uh yeah those i mean those are the three that if we're flipping by she has to stop and watch well them, and right? that's why i said i didn't want people to think i was twisted oh whatever but, but so what? honestly like 
and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it up. I actually watched 2012 the other day on Netflix. It's something about disaster movies. There's another one of your favorites, Multipass. Well, remember yep. from uh, what is, um, Fifth Element? Fifth Element. You, I I do like Fifth Element. The, you love that original. one. I I I never yeah. cared for it. I, no, I do. I, I did. have a I, soft spot for Bruce Willis, though. And so. I had the hots for What's-Her-Face back in the day. So, yeah. But, I mean, that that outfit was practically just a mummy's outfit. Yeah, I mean, 14-year-old me loved it. So Yeah, no, I have a soft spot for Bruce Willis. But I would think probably, like, um, beside, like, I I think my main comfort is anything horror. Oh, sure. Like, I, I have a, a soft spot for... Uh, like Freddy, the Freddy Krueger movies, yeah, uh, Michael Myers, and them, I right? grew up watching. Uh, not oh, so much Jason, but but um, I could sit there and I could rewatch all the Freddy movies all the time, and and same with in the Halloween. We love, yeah, and I like Child's Play, and I but now, I, I don't really like Child's Play. The original ones I yeah. did like, and but I think if I was to, besides the horror movies, I can never ever get past, uh. Commando, uh, under love, yeah, under that, siege, and and I think that reminds me a lot of my dad. And Commando is one of my comfort movies too. Yeah, and oh, well, it was Commando. and my dad, like my yeah. dad, was what he was. But there was times when I would stay home from school, and he'd be down in the living room, and if I wasn't feeling good or anything, I'd go down, and he'd always be watching like Rambo, Commando, <laughs> Under Siege. Um, what's the, the other one he would watch? Uh, the original Terminator, like any of those type of movies, and and he and he was always watching those, like and I and I and the Van Damme movies, um, Universal Soldier, uh, and then there's um, when I said uh, I'd Red, kill you, I lied. Yeah, Red Heat. Yes, oh, Red, Red Heat. Heat with, I, I don't think I've ever seen Red where, Heat. Where on, it plays yeah. the Russian, and um, then there was uh, the Van Damme one with uh, the Double Impact. Yes. Yeah, and all those like uh, Bloodsport. Yeah, Bloodsport, and then the the Under Siege one where it's um, what is the one where he says the blood I'll bank? Oh, you knew. Yeah. I'll take you to the bank, the blood that... bank. That is going to be the dumbest line in cinema history. There's but, nothing you worse. Know what? I love that. Movie. I know. Ta- I um, do too. A time, not a time to kill. Um, it's Van Damme, right? No, that was Seagal. Seagal. Okay. Yeah, but I find any of those type of movies, and and you know what? I'm not. They're they're awful. Yeah. But they're nostalgic for me, so... Don't bother my friend. He's dead tired. Yeah. <laughs> On the airplane. Yes! <laughs> and when Arnold... I mean... And when he drops from the plane oh, and the... It's like, okay, It looks on. like two inches of water, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. when Ernie's taking about... Casey Ryback. Yep. That's who... Uh, that's uh, Steven Seagal in the blood oh, bank. okay. Um... I used to see you. I'm not trying to think of it. I can't remember the name. But I, I th- I've watched that movie. I've watched all those movies a thousand times. That, and th- I love, I, I have a soft spot for Terminator 2, but my favorite Arnold movie is Commando. I love Commando. I mean, when if you want to watch a movie where he literally takes on an entire army and kills them all, I mean, <laughs> oh my God. But And, and it's like, um, he lives, uh, <laughs> when he kills his friend, he throws the pipe through him and he goes, Bennett let off some steam let and, the, and he's holding the steam. Let off some steam. <laughs> like, oh my god! But no, like th- those those are my comfort movies. I because and, and like I said, they just remind me of my dad. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we've watched those so and and, and they're good. You know, they re- mm-hmm. that. I mean, that movie is is cheese in the mm-hmm. best way. Well, my dad used to watch Under Siege a lot. Oh man! And I think it's because he they show Erica and Locke's boobs. 
when she comes out of the cake. Oh, who is Erica Enlai? Who the, is that? The, the yeah, I remember the, the yeah. She was in Baywatch, oh. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I think I think it's because it showed boobs. But mm-hmm. my dad, he had that on VHS, and then he bought it on DVD, and he had it on Blu-ray. But it's yeah, that was his favorite movie. And Steven Seagal is like the biggest douchebag in the world. But yeah, it's crazy. It's like, so if you guys, if you ever want to have some fun, watch some stories about Steven Seagal. Compared, so apparently. John Claude Van Damme is a legit cool dude and yeah. really Although he nice is guy. Really nice guy, yeah. And Steven Seagal is the complete opposite. Well, so. he's best friends with Putin, so that's that is true. Yeah. So what other? Um, I love and like. I'm a sucker for end of the world movies. Yeah, me but too. Yeah. Probably my. Don't think we're twisted, but I just like them, and I yeah, think it's well. because it puts you, like, it's it's kind of weird because when you're watching them, it kind of puts you in this like, I don't think I would do it that way. I think well, I would do it more this way. There's a reason why they call it pepper porn because mm-hmm. that's what it is. You know, it's, it's an escape yeah. fantasy. Um, my, my all time yeah. cheesiest comfort, uh, end of the world is the, the, the Stephen King's, the stand miniseries. Yeah. I, I thought, love that. We've watched that a thousand. I remember watching that when I was younger. You did, you did yeah. watch it. When you, okay. Oh, yeah. I love Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's funny. Cause she's, she is what she is, but yeah, yeah she's no, I loved, that. I watched 16 candles and breakfast club and all that. I, I had a, I loved watching her. And then when she did that, it was, a, I watched it. We're just about due to watch that again, aren't we? Probably. To be honest. But we should, we should watch that one and then watch the new one again. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I was so disappointed with I the know, new one. I know, but you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Busey was so messed up in that. In which one? Under Siege. Oh, yeah. And it, and I think uh, Tommy Lee Jones was in it too, right? I think he might have yeah, been. Yeah, I think I he know. was in it. Yeah. Oh, and, Le- and actually, I forgot about the Lethal Weapon movies. I like those Lethal Weapon movies, like Mel Gibson. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I love Mel Gibson. When I was like fourteen-year-old me, yeah, Mel Gibson was a dull. <laughs> so. Yeah. Speaking of dulls, oh my god. Yeah. No, he. But no, and he was funny in those movies. Yeah, he was. Like my favorite one is when um, uh, he's in the office smoking, and he goes, "Hey Riggs, what's the sign say?" He goes, "The same one that that one says," but I just don't give a fuck <laughs> as he's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Ravenwood, are you asking about the stand? Because if you are, the 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 1994 stand is far superior. Mm-hmm. The new one on HBO was. I, I, it's hard. It had, it's hard to say go woke and go broke, but it felt well wokeish, didn't it? it? Was it was just well, it, it had Amber Heard in it, which. But even still, but it had it just but, wasn't. Um, Skarsgård was good in it. Yeah, like. I, I don't know. What, I'm not a huge fan of Whoopi, but Skarsgård was really good in it. I can't put my finger on why I hated it so much. Because but, it wasn't the original. Yeah, yeah. but it, it could have been good. It just didn't have the stakes or the emotions or the heart. I don't know what it was. It just didn't. It didn't grab me, you know? Well, and it's it's because you're set on the original. Well, it's... that's part of it, too, I guess. And you oh. know another good one is Natural Born Killers. Oh, if you want to go in, like, 90s uh, low-budget indie. Harrelson. Oh, yeah. I, and, yeah, yeah I, I love yeah Natural Born Killers. Somebody earlier mentioned uh, Leon the Professional. I love that movie. Me, too. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's um, a problematic film nowadays. Well, I Sure it that. is. Yeah. I, well, listen, it's no different than Lolita. I understand with, it's a problematic um, film, but it doesn't. It Jeremy Irons. Yeah. That was that's way more problematic than that one. Yeah, oh yeah. I but, but it, the movie itself if, I, if it's problematic, don't watch it. The dude anyway, for what it's worth, he he almost seemed like he was 
not autistic, but what, what would the word be for what he would have had? He had PTSD. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was odd. And he, he felt, he, was a, he, he was, felt um, simple or youngish too, though. Not that he was, and it doesn't excuse what. No, I think, yeah. no, I think he had PTSD and, yeah. and he was just a loner. And we have not seen the first season of True Detective. I heard it was really good for a lot of reasons, but I heard we it. We don't. Yeah. I, I'm so behind it on had, a lot of my seasons. It had everything. Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey in it. Okay. And also uh, uh, Alexandria D'Adrio or whatever. Yeah. She shows her boobs in it. So, yeah, I know. But I don't it, like her. No, but. That's probably why I haven't watched we've it. We've never <laughs> watched it because, but it was yeah. supposed to be good because the yeah. second season apparently, it might have been asked. I, I don't want to. So, um, Goofy says Asperger's. I. I shouldn't even guess on what he was, what he had, but he, he definitely had some sort of social disorder that made it really, he was an awkward dude, right? Actually, so. I know what show I heard was really good was, uh, the mayor of Winningham. No, with no that mayor with, Winningham, with, she's uh, an actress. <laughs> uh, no, uh, with Jeremy Renner mayor. Of, oh yeah. 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 Can't remember. It's mayor. Oh, of California with Brad Pitt. I oh love that movie. yeah. I love that movie. I, I actually, I had that one on DVD. Yes. You introduced me to a lot of those films. I introduced you to yeah. California. What's the, I said to him, I said, well, let's watch California. And he's like, huh? And I said, it's got Brad Pitt and is David Duchovny, okay. right? Like, Okay, there's that one. What's This isn't, that's not the one where they steal the baby, is it? What's the one where the, what's that one? <laughs> that one is, oh, you put me on the spot. It has Nicolas Cage and yeah. uh, John Goodman. All right. I'll watch um, anything with John Goodman in it here. You just hang on. Oh, you put me on the spot. I can't I remember it. It's it's an 80s. Uh, they have the quintuplets 90s, and, they, so. and they want to have a baby and they steal one of the quintuplets. Yeah. What? Um, it, oh, it, oh, oh, it's God. cheesy as all get it. Raising Arizona. Arizona yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I'd never seen that before. Yeah. You, you basically introduced me to 80s movies. Other, like I watched 80s action films, mm -hmm. but beyond that, I didn't see... There was so much, and part of it is you're two years older than me. That's yeah. all. Not that that's a big deal, but it was just well, enough. Well, no, but that, see, I didn't watch TV. Right. I only watched movies. And you watched movies that your dad watched. Exactly. Too, right? so. and, but I wasn't. But I wasn't allowed in the house to watch TV. Right. So I like when we did movies. It was to the movie store, and we would pick up four or five movies, and that's what we would watch on the weekends. Right. So it was always it was always these obscure. Movies. I don't know how many horror movie or uh, 80s movies you've introduced me to over the years, oh, but yeah, I've probably seen so most of them. many. Um, oh man, what Heathers, yeah, Heathers, and one. the Heathers yeah. is a good one. And most yeah. of them, I mean, you've seen them all ahead of time, so it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, this is good. Um, what was the one, uh, Stepdad or uh, Step? Oh, the Stepfather, yeah, that yeah. was really good too. Like, there's just even, so many. Even the, the remake wasn't horrible, yeah, yeah, like it had Amber Heard in it again. <laughs> Renegade Butcher says, I'm problematic and I plan to stay that way. So, so same with me, you know, mm -hmm. John Hughes. I, I never, did you like John Hughes films? Like, um, uh, 16 Candles and. Oh yeah. Um, I like 16 yeah. Candles. Yeah. I think John Hughes did Planes, Trains and Automobiles as I well. I didn't like that. I don't like I, I like that. Um, I love Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck's good. Yeah. I know you're hit and miss on that. I'm hit and miss on, like I did watch them, but I'm, again, it's a comedy, right? Yeah. Yes. And that, that is where we struggle because you don't love comedy and I, I appreciate comedy, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I got you going to Bill Burr with me for stand up, So that'll yeah, be fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. So speaking of Rodney Dangerfield, like Rodney Dangerfield, he was good in natural born. Killers. I was just going to say yeah. he was, it was, he was such a creep in natural born oh, killers. Creep, oh right? yeah. yeah. Well, he was anyway. Now know. see Ferris Bueller's day off. I hated that movie. 
No, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I hated it. I. I didn't. I know, maybe it's because I don't like Matthew Broderick. I don't know. Like I. I just. Even if I watch it now, I don't understand the hype about it. Yeah. I really don't. Um, I I love Dirty Dancing. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but was, you know when you got me to watch when we I think it was last year when we were in the hotel in uh, Nashville mm-hmm. was uh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Yeah. I love that. I had <laughs> never seen it before. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, what's his face? The one that doesn't age. Oh, um, uh, the cowboy. Oh shit. Uh, oh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yeah. yeah. He, Sam he's Elliott's been. been voice. Sam Elliott's been fifty-five since uh, yeah. nineteen forty-two. Yeah, but know, he's so. got a great voice. Oh, too, I right? know. I would. Yeah, I would. But um, but no, Fer- Ferris Bueller. I, I couldn't get into it, but I know. Uh, R- Rufy said, uh, "Ravenwood Acres is you're worried about saving your skin. Yeah, it covers my body. What well, you know? What's our one of our favorite lines? It puts lotion on oh, its skin, or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> put it in the basket. <laughs> no, you gotta do it in his voice. Put it in the basket. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I, I like, yeah, I like, I, precious, yeah. precious. Oh man. Um yeah, the first uh Silence of the Lambs is good. Yeah. Um yeah, I any any of those. Uh hang on. Yeah. Tori says hearing all the stuff Tim's never seen makes me thin. So okay. Here okay. He's a TV watcher. I am, but I'm also I watched I watched different shit. I watch weird shit. We watched every well, I shouldn't say every, but from about ninety-three to ninety-nine. Every B low budget indie film that was out there, we watched. Red you know? Dawn. Oh That's yes, who meant? I meant to say yeah. The new one sucked. Yeah, big time. Red Dawn. Where? Where? I don't see okay. it. You just brought it up. Right? Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, I missed. It. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Dirty. Yeah, if you like Dirty Dance, check Red. I Dawn. I love Red Dawn, and and Charlie Sheen was good in that one too. Oh, Red Dawn is one of my. I meant to say that's one of my comfort movies, mm-hmm. and that was one that I only saw when we first got married. So that's still twenty years ago, or yeah. you know, seventeen years ago. Well, so. see, and the thing is, so like my my dad had this really really creative way of getting the movie networks right so (laughs) go ahead and explain how that works. yeah no he'd steal it yeah right but how it would work is that my television we would have like these little cable boxes and whenever i watch tv it was on one of the movie networks right and it was just constant movies whereas you would watch like read rompus room and <laughs> whatever yeah. else you watch like i i don't think i ever ever watched tv ever i i paid for the movie networks out of my own pocket mm-hmm. in i guess it would have been 97 97 98 99 when i worked at the library i made 110 dollars every two weeks and 25 of that went to pay for the the oldest friggin cable descrambler box that our cable company offered it, it at that point it was probably 15 years old you had to hook it up to your tv so you could get the movie channels but i loved it yeah i i watched so many weird Canadian... but i had but we had uh movie one two and three yeah and then we had movie picks and they were all like so movie one was all like the brand new ones right and then movie two was like you know the ones that were like five six years old and then it kind of and then, and then they picks had m picks was yeah. all the old stuff and yeah. that's oh i that's love all fargo I, that was all i watched i you never bet you bud never watched tv yeah right. i i did watch so i grew up uh i watched everything yeah. i watched sports i watched a and e when they had a constant stream of columbo mcmillan and wife 
the Rockford Files, um, all of those old, they were like 70s crime dramas. I watched hours of that shit. I watched Discovery Channel, every alien, anything I could find that was alien uh, conspiracy shit. I watched that you know constantly. Watched? You what? Hey, dude, <laughs> we literally rode our bikes and played baseball until the sun went down all I the time. I was outside so. as soon as the sun came up. And I didn't come back home till the streetlights came on. We, uh, <laughs> Columbo fan. I liked Columbo. My I, dad loved Columbo. It wasn't my favorite. I, I'm trying to think which one of my favorite was. I liked the Rockford Files a lot. That, and, my uh, dad watched yeah. Columbo and he used to watch. Uh, um, oh, what was McLeod? The one that rode the horse? You know which one my dad used to watch was MacGyver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, that was when I was a little kid, like a really little kid. There was an episode where somebody got hung in a cage over a pool that was on fire. <laughs> and for some reason, it scared me so bad mm. that mom had to lock the basement door for like six months. <laughs> I watched MacGyver with my dad like twice. And then like you get watching it and my dad and he used to watch A-Team. A-Team, MASH and MacGyver were the three shows that he used to watch on a regular loop. No three shows piss me off the most as those three. Because MacGyver, he would do these things. And I would say to my dad, like, that's not even real. Like, you couldn't do something like that. Right? And then A-Team, I'm like, okay, legit. They just fired off, like, 300 rounds of bullets and not one of those guys got hit. Right. Right? And then MASH, come on. So, right? I, as a kid, and this mm -hmm. is probably due to my dad's influence... I preferred 70 stuff over 80 stuff like crazy. Mm -hmm. I, and part of it was, you know, dad's like, oh, you know, let's watch, uh, um, oh, what was it? The uh, Beverly Hillbillies oh, and my dad watched those all too. in the family, any of that, you know, kind of, I think they're mostly 70 stuff anyway, but I never really cared for like Magnum PI or no. Miami Vice, or I didn't even really like MacGyver that no, much. No, MacGyver I, irritated me. There was something about 80s TV that I really didn't enjoy. Because it was all stupid. But now 90s TV, oh my <laughs> God, yeah. Well, I, love... I, I started, like, uh, I watched 90210 and Melrose Place, but <gasps> I think I only watched them because my friends were watching them. I had no interest in them. I watched a ton of the old Munsters. I never watched um, any of those. Oh, another one that Dad got me into as a kid was uh, Laurel and Hardy. Love Laurel and Hardy. They're, <laughs> they're way funnier than... Uh, you know, my dad used to watch Murder She Wrote. Sure, I, I watched <laughs> I that with like, my grandmother too. You know, how are you watching this? Um, yeah, old school Doctor Who. Again, A and E. So they used to play all the old uh, crime shows from the seventies. They used to play the old um, Doctor Who, the black and white, and the early colored ones. The stuff that, like, I think you had to be high on LSD to get. That used to creep the shit out of me. I didn't even get it, but I watched it. I the mean, one it was... my mom used to watch, we used to make fun of her about, was uh, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Oh, somebody just mentioned that. We used I to. Think. Yeah. Oh, no, Quincy MD. No, yeah. Dr. Quinn. Yeah. My... We used to tease my mom so bad on that one. I bet your dad watched um, the Chuck Norris show. What was oh, that? yeah. What was that called? A Walker, Texas Walker, Ranger. Walker, Texas <laughs> Ranger, yeah. That's the equivalent of, and I'm not hoping not stepping anybody's toes, but NCIS today. It's yeah. like. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The right one step closer said the bad effects from the old Doctor Who. Did you ever watch any of the really? Old, oh, no. It, I forget who the I bet guy. Mac has. Oh, I'm sure he has. Yeah, he yeah. loves Doctor Who. Um, another one we uh, so in the '90s. <laughs> the old Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the yes. old Spider-Man. Now cartoons on Saturday morning. It'd be like oh, cartoons on Saturday morning. Yes, um, Care Bears. 
uh, the popples. Gem and the holograms. Gem and the holograms. Um, the Smurfs? Did you say Smurfs? Uh, Brian used to watch the Smurfs. I watched the Smurfs. Um, Keep going. We got uh, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. G.I. Joe. Transformers. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And then there were some other ones. Uh, like uh, Strawberry Shortcake. Yeah. Uh, Snorkel. Snorkels. Snorkels. Or snor yeah. the Snorks, I mean. Yeah. Snor um, I used to watch Strawberry Shortcake, Gem, Care Bears. And my was the Popples movie. I oh, absolutely yeah. love that movie. And I Did actually, you really? Yeah. I don't even That's know why. Cute. I think it's because I watched the show. Yeah. So, but... Yeah, and then, yeah, like it was all those ones. Oh, Ghost, and the, oh, oh, the, the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Okay. My brother watched. Here those. come this is this is I Thundercats. Yeah. I 100% like the Ghostbusters um, animated way better than the movies. Mm. I, okay, I I hate to say this, guys. I don't like Ghostbusters one or two. I find them boring. I they tried to boring. watch them as a kid. They're talky. Oh, Fraggle Rock, Martinson Family. There is I a never Canadian Fraggle down in Fraggle Rock. Do do. You don't remember that? Oh my! I God. used to watch. My brother used to watch He Man, and he had like the whole castle and everything. Oh, I watched. I, I watched Shira. I, I might have told so. this story on here before, guys, but. In grade primary, so that's the first grade in Nova Scotia. That's where kindergarten is. We call it primary. The the uh, He-Man movie came out that year. And so we watched it, but it was like, I think it was G, but it was kind of like edgy, you know? Well, the 80s cartoons were so oh. inappropriate. So we all had to sign, um, our parents had to sign a piece of paper to say we could watch it. <laughs> I believe it. But there was this one kid named Peter. And his parents didn't sign it, so he, they put him at a desk in the hallway the whole Aww. time we watched the movie. That's so <laughs> he probably mean. still tells his therapist about it today. So that's so mean. Yeah, I know. The original Transformers was good. Um, Space Ghost never watched it. Um, never watched it. Eighties no. cartoons. Oh, hundred percent. They were to just sell toys. But you know what, though? The toys were a lot nicer and better built than what they are now. Yeah. Because oh yeah. Because we, I know right now, like the big one with like 80% of our daycare kids is Paw Patrol. Mm. And that shit is so overpriced. And they, they had like this big, massive Paw Patrol boat. And to, we, we bought it secondhand and secondhand, we paid $50 for it to buy it brand new. It was $140. Mm -hmm. Those little buggers, they had that broken in a week. Oh um, yeah. And like eighties, they wouldn't break a He-Man toy in a week. No, Not from no, the no. 80s, no. Uh, they, the only thing that I ever found about, uh, the eighties. So like the GI Joes and stuff, the early ones had elastics for the joints yeah, and the elastics would get rotten eventually. Yeah. But, but Oh, Inspector Gad. Oh, that just opened up a whole bunch of other memories. Brian but used to watch that. One. There was, uh, what were all the, there was, how about Inspector Gadget? And then let's go down Teddy, all those. That uh, was his niece, right? Teddy Ruxpin. Do you remember Teddy Ruxpin? I never watched no. it. No, uh, but, I do know what it is. But then there was, uh, so let's go down the, the Disney one. So there was like, uh, DuckTales and uh, uh, Scrooge. Was that a different one? From, or no. A Tailspin. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Those were all awesome. Remember those? They were. I loved those. They were so I never good. watched a lot of those ones. I, I, Amy liked um, the one with... It was kind of a spinoff. Darkwing Duck. I was going to say it, and then one step closer, put it, it up there. It was the one with the little girl with the... They had, like, the, the brown hair and stuff. Um, Yes, Chip and Dale's Rescue Ranger or, uh, Adventures. Yeah, because when we went down to Florida, he was so excited to meet Chip and Dale. He had to get their autographs. The problem is they went to the strippers by mistake. So no, he actually did yeah. get their autographs. We found them in Disney, and he because Brian was only he would have been seven or eight. He was so excited. Who said Batman? Where was that one? So 
uh, one step closer to the greatest theme music ever was Batman the Animated Series. I'm going to go one step closer. I say that is the best animated TV series ever made. I met Bruce Tim years ago. He's the creator and um, animator for it. Awesome dude. Uh, but Kevin Conroy had the best Batman voice ever, for sure. Oh yeah, the original uh, animated X Men. I whenever I, I watch that whenever one. I wear that T shirt for uh, oh yeah <laughs> in uh, for TikTok, people love it. People say I'm too old to wear it. I'm thinking, mm. fuck you. I'm only forty two. I might look like I'm sixty, but I'm only forty two. Nope, not so. too old to wear that one, yeah, dude. I'm I watched Gen the originals. <laughs> yes, Ducktales was awesome. Do you remember Ducktales? Oh yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, poor Kevin Conroy passed away. He was, yeah, he. Oh man, he did. There's a cool story. He wasn't very old, was he? Uh, I think he was older. I think he was close to 70. Let me oh, see. older than I thought he was. Then. Yeah, 1955. Oh, no, no. no that's yeah. not very so old. He, he died at uh, 67. That's not old. No. There's a cool story about him. On 9-11, he went down and was helping out at a kitchen that was feeding the firefighters. Somebody spotted him and recognized that it was Kevin Conroy, and they said, do the Batman. And he, he, uh, oh, he, he had the saying, I can't remember exactly how it went right now, but he would do it. His voice, and he smoked a lot, and that's part of what made his voice so good for Batman. You know, you, know, you know, kind of like, uh, Rod Sterling from yeah. the Twilight Zone, you know, same thing. But, um, see, I used to hate it. Wolverine would always take out the claws, but nothing would happen on because it had yeah. to be G rated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anybody remember Captain Power? Uh, not Captain Planet, but Captain Power. It was an 80s. They had like VR helmets or something. It was like a post-apocalyptic. Uh, it wasn't a cartoon. It was a live action thing. Oh, but no. it was, yeah, it was. Remember the Jetsons? Yes, Jetsons, Flintstones. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We used to watch those. Oh, Goofy remembers it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, Captain Power only lasted me. Yeah, you could shoot at the TV. That's right. What was that one? Um, it was like part of the, it was like the same type as the Jetsons. It was a. Uh... Um, it was just a single character and it was a boy, but he was like a, like he came from space. Which one was that? Oh yeah. You know, which one? Astro Boy. Oh, Astro Boy was, yeah. Is it Astro? Uh, no, Astro? I watched Astro, no, it was Astro Boy. Astro, okay. That was early anime that I was. I remember Brian watching that Yeah. One. Um, I loved Astro Boy. Yeah, I watched it too. all the, yeah. the, the, uh, oh yeah. I was trying to think of some of those other early cartoons that I watched. Uh, yeah. Astro Boy. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, oh, I hated Duck Hunt. Yeah. Oh, the, the, <laughs> that the yeah. stupid dog. <laughs> uh, Renegade says that was back when I thought I was cool because I beat Echo the Dolphin on Sega Genesis. We well, had Echo the Dolphin on Sega. I yeah. I had a Super Nintendo, so I was the cool kid. You know, the the yeah. edgy kids had a Sega Genesis. But... Yeah, we had the Sega with the Sonic, and we had Echo the Dolphin. That game pissed me off. I was like, I I think when I when I finally got a, a Genesis, it came with Sonic the Hedgehog two. I love Sonic. Oh, yeah. me too. Yeah, yeah. I used to play. Believe it or not, I used to play Jeopardy. Um, real. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, one step Voltron. Did you watch Voltron? I loved Voltron back I in the day. Remember Voltron? It it was um like an earlier version of uh, Power Rangers. They had the oh, they were the lions that oh, turned into robots that made a giant. Uh, they made a giant uh, robot. You know? My sister watched every episode of the of the Power Rangers from the nineties, oh, and then Power she watched Rangers. every episode of Sailor Moon. Yeah, she did, didn't she? Mm -hmm. uh, that show Captain Power very matches with today's stuff. Digitizing people, the bad guy wanted to make a new world order. Yeah, it's true. I I listened to a podcast the other day. Uh, there's a guy who my favorite uh, cocktail maker on YouTube. It's called How to Drink. 
but he loves movies as well. So him and his assistant started the podcast talking about movies. And they spent an hour and a half talking about Robocop. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, that is a, where did we go see that baby? It was in theaters about a year ago. Was yeah, it in Edmonton, Edmonton? Was it okay? Yeah. yeah, they had a. Um, it was at that older theater. I yeah, think. it yeah. was cool. I I love getting to see. But it had like the reclining seats. It sure it. did. Yeah, yeah it was nice. nice. Um, they so there was a bunch of R-rated movies that they turned into kids' cartoons in the eighties. Yeah, Robocop. Robocop was, one, was of one of them. Yeah, I mean, and it wasn't like Robocop was just killing. It was. Like, totally, uh, like, everything about it was hard R, you know? Yeah. Uh, Rambo. They made a Rambo cartoon. They uh, and they actually had toys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sold them to kids. You know, they had no problem yeah. with it. And, I, I mean, they did turn, um, they did turn Robocop into a cartoon later on on his own anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, yeah, that's right. They filmed it in Dallas. Yeah, because the, if I remember, um, there's another YouTuber I watch called the 8-Bit Guy. He did some filming around downtown Dallas, and he had a, a picture of the, it's that big, you know, the skyscraper in there. They added, they added, uh, like they put a matte painting behind it to make it look taller. But yeah, it was the the Robocop building. I thought okay. that was kind of cool. Um, where else we got? City City Hall. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And Inspector Gadget. That was. Yeah, my brother loved Inspector. I remember when he was, Brian would have been about six or seven. And we went to Kmart. Oh, and yes. He thought, I, now, he might have been a little bit older. Maybe he was like eight or nine. And we were at Kmart. And do you remember Inspector Gadget's dog? Yeah. The, 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 wiener, the wiener dog? Yeah, yeah. So the wiener dog toy that you could buy would stretch. Yes. And he took it out of the package and he stole it. <laughs> and <laughs> His and name then, was Brain. And then I remember uh, Brain. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah, so um, he took it out and he stole it. And we went back to the house and he was sitting in his closet and he was playing with it. And I went into the room and I was, because I was only about 11 or 12. And I was like, what do you got? And he's like, what? he goes, I got the dog. And I'm like, well, mom didn't buy that for you. Where'd you get it? And he's like, well, don't tell mom. And then he got upset, right? And I said, Did you go tell mom. No, I didn't. Okay. So I said to him, I said, so what are you going to do with it? And he goes, well, I didn't pay for it. So I'm going to cut it open. And he cut it open because we wanted to see what made it stretch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a friggin' mess. I remember cutting it open in his closet with him, and we were just dissecting this toy dog that he stole. Said Inspector Gadget invented the smartwatch. Yep. Yep. Uh, Carmen San Diego. So I watched Carmen San Diego, and I used to play that on my Commodore sixty four yeah. computer at school. So yeah, we used to have. Uh, it was the Apple. It was the Apple three. I can't remember in in elementary school, and we had two games. I can't. I have looked for the other one for years. It was a math game that you could fill tanker trucks with certain amounts of fluid to balance them out but we had carmen san diego on had, five and a quarter floppy disk right we the had big. the commodore 64s with carmen san diego and wheel of fortune now was that on cassette or was that like was it audio tape that you put into your computer it was or the, the big it was floppy. the big five and a quarters yeah. yeah okay yeah and uh goofy says both robocops are good but the first has a certain charm because people probably didn't think things would get that bad the other thing about the first one is it was satire through and through, biting satire. I mean, if you watch um, Starship Troopers, I love that movie. Yeah, he uh, same same director did that, mm -hmm. and Starship Troopers and Showgirls and oh, sure. yeah, yeah, I know, but yeah. um, and uh, Total Recall. 
he did all those films, and and they were all satire to one extent. No, yeah, well, Starship you know? Troopers so, is a good movie. I've oh yeah, seen that one half, uh, more than a dozen times. So. Oh yes, I love Starship Troopers. Oh, I don't it's, watch it for the acting. I watch it because it's it's just I don't know. It's like me, I like the satire in it. Yeah, it's, but the acting is retarded. Oh, it's <laughs> cheesy through and through, you know. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so the thing they mentioned in the podcast the other night about RoboCop was when young people watch it now, you almost have to explain. So in the eighties, when they showed these cops all done up in SWAT gear and like militarized, that was a shock. That wasn't something that existed. Now it's just a Wednesday afternoon, you know? Now, was it supposed to take place in Detroit? Yes. Detroit. And and you know what? Detroit cops dress like that. Oh, well they do now, especially. Right. But yeah, but no, but they had a lot of issues because when I was a kid growing up, Detroit was always having fires. Right. And because people were going and there was a lot of gang and there was a lot of crime and because we never, ever went to Detroit. Yeah. Because it was, even when I was a kid, we're, we would not go near it. Did you ever play Oregon Trail? We yeah. had this conversation one night on a live stream. I think what, that was it. Okay. like a board game? Or- no, it was it was a game that played very similar to um, Where in the World's Carmen Sandiego. Okay. And you you took the Oregon Trail across. And you it was like a text-based kind of game but it had pictures and you could die of like scurvy or something anyway oh, no. <laughs> we we didn't i think that i think that is an american thing yeah because I don't remember playing it. it's always something that all of my american friends talk about with nostalgia and we never played it it was for us it was carbon san diego and what other game was there 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 was oh uh, Maniac Mansion does anybody remember Maniac Mansion I, used to, I, I played that on the computer or how about Leisure Suit Larry you remember that one another text game yeah uh, Renegade says must be an American thing. It, yeah, it was weird because we just never played it. And you know, it's funny, like um, the show Carmen San Diego, like the yeah the the, uh, the PBS show. show. Yeah. yeah, we watched that, and I remember I used to love watching that show. And I watched it all the time. I remember my dad came out one day and he goes because I remember the black lady that would yeah 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 he comes out and he goes you know she died right <laughs> just like why would you say that <laughs> just like. Cause like it just absolutely devastated me. Right? It was there was some there was a whole but, story behind it. Cause if I remember, I think she was like a classical actress or something. That <laughs> she either it was either that she really wanted the role and worked really hard at it, or she didn't want the role and they worked hard at getting her. I can't remember what it was, but I don't know. she got yeah she got quite sick. I guess and, yeah yeah. It's like why would you say that to a kid? <laughs> just love that show. Axes and allies, not risk. Never played axes and allies. Played a shit ton of Risk in uh, high school and uh, college, for sure. Did you ever play? Yeah, you played it with us a bit, Risk. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a big Risk fan. You don't like taking big risks? No, my game's Clue. Yeah, I, I don't love Clue, but we... Yeah, that's because I kick your ass all the time. You kick my ass at all the board games, because... Yeah, uh, I love Clue. I'm not allowed to play Monopoly. No, Monopoly's been banned in our house. Monopoly is... We have lots of Monopolies, but mm. just, we're not allowed to play them. We keep buying them, but... Uh, the last time it almost ended in divorce, so we figured we better. No, I was no, no, I was never allowed to play it when I was a kid because my dad was an asshole. He he would never like he he was um like he he wasn't he was one of, wasn't one of those parents that would let their kids win, right? Which I never wanted to be let to win, but he would also cheat at the same time. So he would be cheating, and then you're just like, okay, why? Like, and of course, being a kid, you don't understand all the rules. Right. And it would get to the point, like, we would be in tears. And then. Because <laughs> he would cheat, right? Because he yeah. would cheat. Oh, yeah, yeah. He would cheat so bad. You imagine cheating on your kid. And but anyway. um, but... to the point where we were in tears. And then 
he would get mad and he'd flip the board. <laughs> so, but it's like, you're the one that's cheating, man. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Said uh, yeah. another Monopoly related family homicide. How do those Parker Parker brothers sleep at night? Chief Wiggum, the Simpsons. Yeah. And doesn't doesn't uh, Eddie, doesn't he say probably on a big pile of money or something <laughs> like that? I forget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and speaking of Monopoly, even um, we start playing with Rod. Right. When we were in high school, that's my friend. Oh, and yeah, when tell we were in high school, story. he, they used to be, used to be able, I don't know if you can still do it or not, but used to be able to go to Walmart and buy replacement money. I always wanted to buy that and I yeah. never did. But, but yeah. he would, I think you probably still can, mm -hmm. but you can buy the, uh, the replacement money for Monopoly. And he went out and bought three packs of it. And that's Rodney. Would, for yeah. Sure. And he yeah. would always go to the house. It was Alan Lou's house. He would always go, he would always be the first one there, and he hid the money in the bathroom. And every time he would go to the bathroom, he would take his money with him because he would accuse us of stealing his money if he didn't take it with him. But he would pad his money when he was in the bathroom. And we couldn't figure out when we were put, we finally figured it out after about four or five times because the 500s had a stack like this. And it's like, that game doesn't come with that many 500s. It's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad when you like, but that's the competitive. That's what Monopoly does to people. Oh, yeah. So here, yeah. I thought I'd bring this up, guys, since we got talking about it. I thought this would be fun. This is eight cartoons based on R-rated movies you might have forgotten about. And it's pretty funny when you think about this stuff because, so here, there's Robocop. I mean, Paul Verhoeven, that's the director that did it. Uh, you know, there. I mean, the dude literally gets melted by toxic waste and then driven through and exploded. So I'm not really sure how they, they that managed. That was in the cartoon. No, no, that was that was the movie. But I was just, Okay, because yeah. I've never, I never watched, like I knew, I think Brian might have watched it, but I never watched the Robocop cartoon. I never, uh, there was, uh, Goofy says there was a less popular Canadian style Monopoly game called Whole Economy, where it had inflation percentage and stuff included. That's yeah. almost like the game of life. I always found the game of life too much. Work oh, I too, love the life. I game. know you did. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's the second one. Rambo Force of Freedom. Yeah. Uh, 1982. <laughs> First Blood is really a movie about PTSD, the way we treat veterans. But uh, in 1985, a sequel came out in 86. There was an animated series made for kids. that lasted 65 episodes. I don't have, like, I know they did, but I don't remember what. Oh, I remember the Police Academy yeah. one. That was so inappropriate. I know. And you guys, I mean. Police Academy. Oh my God, that, that was a, a dirty movie. A hard. I mean that that was your. You, you want to talk about problematic eighties films? There Wait, you actually, you know what's worse than that what's is that? Uh, Porky's. Oh yeah, my problem. dad watched Porky's. Yeah. Oh, Toxic Crusaders. Oh my God. I remember they sold those in those little. Yeah. Bins. Said out of everything on this list, this is the most confusing. Based on a trauma film, The Toxic Avenger, a campy film filmed with over-the-top violence and a ton of sexual content. Yep, it does. The Toxic Crusaders cartoon came out a couple years after the third film. Like, what were they thinking? Well, and remember they did um, Howard the Duck, too. Yes, that's your old That Howard movie was so inappropriate. And I oh, think Highlander. they did they not do a cartoon with Howard the Duck? I think they did. Yeah. Uh, oh, Clerks. Yeah, I, I oh, get Oh, Porky's that. was awful. My dad thought that was hilarious. Like, Porky's. And, like, and just to put it out there, we were, I can't remember what, I think I would have been about nine or ten, and he let us watch it. Porky's. Porky's. Oh, my God. And when um, the whole scene there where they, they claim that the woman barks like a dog. Right. During intercourse. Oh, yes. And the guy standing behind the curtain laughing 
while she's barking like a dog. Yeah, I think I was like 10. Could you imagine? But he wouldn't let me watch Jason 8. <laughs> oh, that, that's like, the worst. I mean, there's nothing happens in that. Man, I mean, in Manhattan. Jason that. takes yeah. Manhattan. Yeah. He wouldn't let me watch that one, but he let me watch Porky's. And I was like, but I remember watching it and I'm like, I said, remember, Dad, I don't think I should be watching this. <laughs> yeah, Goofy says had to be a teenage boy to like Porky's. Yeah. yeah. Cocaine was a hell of a drug in the 80s, explains the movies and the cartoons. Yeah. It literally fueled the 80s, you know, right down to the inflation. And mm-hmm. the, yeah, uh, Ted surprised they didn't do a cartoon. I, I'm surprised too. Now, I mean, some of them, like uh, Clerks that they talked about, I mean, that was a movie or that was an animated series for adults, you know, but yeah. these ones in the eighties that were done for kids just blew me away. Yeah. And, but Howard, the duck was really bad. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, goofy says red from that 70s show was the main bad guy. Clarence, uh, Clarence, uh, Bodiger. And I, I like, he's a good actor. Yeah. 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 He, uh, I, yeah, I always enjoyed that. Red, red now Foreman. is red loosely based on, <sighs> Is it Archie Bunker? Um, I don't know. Let's see. I think, like, because he, I kind of, every time I watch that 70s show, I kind of get an Archie Bunker vibe from him. So. Yeah, I don't know. Um, It doesn't say that he was based on anything. I can see it. I Yeah, like, do you kind of get that vibe well, from him? Not, not as bad, but I kind of get the vibe. I, yes, like, but I would say. Because I don't like that 70s show at all. If nothing else, though, um. Frank from F is Frank from F is mm-hmm. family. I would say Bill Burr must have based him off of Red Foreman at least a little bit. Well, but Archie Bunker would be older than Red, right? Yeah, because um, that would be like oh, all, yeah, all yeah, in yeah. the family, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'd see if um, was Red Foreman based on. I mean, yeah, I can like see that Archie minus the racism, or at least what was exactly. Yeah, I kind of get that Archie Bunker vibe from him. Although I think he does spit out a couple things that. You know, you're kind of like, hmm, yeah. Yeah, Kitty from that set. Yeah, Kitty, she reminded me so much of that, you know, there's that 60s and 70s mom that yeah. was probably drunk half the time on whatever the friggin', you know, sugary um, cocktails she could find, you know. But yeah, best cranky dad is Cotton from King of the Hill. Yeah, if they just hadn't shot his damn shins off, he'd be all set. He's an asshole and yeah. abusive to Hank. I, I'm. Well, Archie was too. Though. Oh, yeah. I'm really, ex- yeah. I'm, I am cautiously optimistic for the King of the Hill reboot because they're going to age everybody 20 years and uh, Mike, or um, the guy that did it anyway, he apparently did really, really well with the, the um, oh, what do you call it? Uh, the <sighs> Beavis and Butthead reboot. They said, it, yeah. So um, Goofy says, what about Al Bundy? What about Al Bundy? There uh, he is right on my shirt is. tonight. So <laughs> yeah, I loved, I loved that show. Yeah. I was a little young to watch it. I watched it with my dad. I oh, yeah. It. That it was, was good. probably that one, one of the height of inappropriate TV. Well, what was the other one? Uh, Three's Company? I used to watch that, too. That and, was uh, inappropriate, yeah. too. Yeah. Al, Al was all bark and no bite, but boy, he could be awfully mean to some But it was the whole... Sure. But he was... Um, but, like, it was just, like... And I loved Peggy. Like, oh, but... But yeah, it's just... Peggy was um, awesome. She loved her bonbons, remember? Yeah, but... Like it, it was not appropriate show for me to be watching at my age. No, but one step closer says, "Damn it, Bobby!" <laughs> yeah, I love Hank. I mean, I I didn't like King of the Hill. Oh, I fucking love King, and I love it more now than I did before. Uh, Married with Children, it was great, and I it mm-hmm. was totally not appropriate for when I would watch it. it was when did that come out? 
it was late 80s. It, yeah, it was I the, remember being young. It was the that. show that made Fox TV, from what I understand. Like, I mean, they they hadn't had, they were a, a new fledgling TV network that had never had a hit yet. And uh, they, yeah, it was a big hit for them. Uh, no, Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Yes, yeah. like Ed O'Neill. Um, he, he really good in. Oh yeah, I love him. I like yeah. Modern Family, and I like Ed O'Neill. Yeah, I do. I like him a lot. He reminds me. He kind of he's kind of up there with like John Goodman because I used to watch Roseanne, and he's kind of like in that same one. But but 1987, I would have only been eight. Yeah, I'd have been six. You yeah, know? and I don't think that was an appropriate show for an eight year old to watch. No, it. I don't it, think I'd let my eight year old watch it. No, but, you know, I, I'd let Charlie watch it now. Uh, Alice, well, yeah. they're thirteen. Yeah, yeah, I know different right goofy says remember that scene in the office when michael's talking about the 80s and coke he said but boy did we move a lot of paper back then <laughs> <laughs> i love the office the office is a per is, i think is that's one of the comedies show. i can yeah. Handle, yeah i mean again but it's not really it's not slapstick comedy it's like it's smart comedy yeah that's why i like it it's funny you said martinson said bundy turned out to be clean compared to cosby and saget well yes for two different reasons though you know yeah. i fucking love bob saget when when he's in harold it's Harold and Kumar, and he says, I suck dick for Coke. That was the first time I realized that this dude is a friggin' hilarious dude. You know, but he was, you got what you saw with him. And now, you know, Cosby liked to put, yeah, we all know what Cosby yeah, liked Co to do, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, oh, yes, Dinosaurs. Um, do you remember Dinosaurs? That was on, I think that was a Sunday evening show. Isn't the that the one they where were it not the baby? Yeah, not the mama. Uh, not, not the, the mama. mama. Yeah. So, if I you ever want to see the ending episode, was the, the whole family dies in it they, they, they go extinct the asteroid hits apparently it's it's fucking apparently it's like dark as shit I yeah watch that yeah um, i hated that show i hated yeah i did that I, I didn't like it either. i remember yeah. how about all right so if we're going to talk about um tgif and sunday night tv as well never so, yeah, watched any of those. perfect strangers family yeah. matters full house you never watched any of those? No, I hate. Oh. I hated. Full, I did catch every once in a while an episode of Full House. I did. I hated it. I loved Perfect um, Strangers. I remember going to my grandmother's house every Friday or Monday. I think it was every Friday, and we used to watch the Roseanne. The oh yeah, Roseanne. I love Roseanne. Yes. I love Roseanne, and actually, our middle girl Grace, she loves Roseanne. Mm -hmm. I think she's got a crush on John Goodman. Oh, but, well, um, yeah. But he. Um, but she still, they took it off because of that bullshit with Ro, with Roseanne Barr. I know. But they, um, which shouldn't matter because Roseanne was actually a really good show. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. And she, she was funny and hilarious. And, well, yeah, but it touched on a lot of topics and it was a good show. Yep. I hated Urkel. Let's bring I wouldn't. Here. And Perfect Strangers, Balky drove me nuts. Yeah. I love I couldn't uh, watch any of those. Honor, I don't remember Honor Around. Let's see what we remember any of these. Baby Talk. I don't remember that one. Well, Family Matters. Yeah, I've never watched Family I Matters. I probably watched every episode of Family Matters. Yeah, every problems. every episode of uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I fucking love that. Uh, Step by Step. Are, you remember that one? Is I remember, but I never watched it. Yeah, I love that one. It, it was a good one. I, I don't know why I like that. Uh, don't I never watched the Clueless show? Never watched that. Oh, two guys, a girl, in a pizza place. Uh, this would have been the last. Of TGIF, it is. He was awesome in that. I love that show. Never watched it. And then they, I think they shortened it to Two Guys, A Girl, or Two Guys, or something. It was, yeah, it was good. Uh, Full House, of course, was good. Never watched the Hewleys. Boy Meets World. I didn't like Boy Meets World. I never watched yeah. it. Sabrina the Teenage That Witch. would be up there with Home Improvement. 
yeah, I loved Home Improvement, of yeah, course, I you know. So dinos there's your dinosaurs, Renegade. Yeah, that, that that actually makes it look really good right there in that picture. But yeah, I remember hanging with Mr. Cooper. Do you remember that one? I remember, yeah. but I never watched it. That was a good one. I like that. Sister Sister, I remember, I remember that. that one. Perfect Str I loved Perfect Strangers. I, hated I don't know Perfect why. Strangers. Yeah, I know. It's it. okay. Just ten of us. Don't never yeah, one. I don't remember that one at all. But it uh yeah, they they were good. What do we got here? Family ties. Um, Family Ties, that's one with uh, oh yeah, um, Michael J. Fox, isn't it? Or was that Kirk Cameron? Yeah, there were, Growing Pains was Kirk Cameron. Okay. Family Ties was Michael J. Fox, yes. Yeah. And I, I like those. Those were good. And um, <laughs> uh, Goofy says Ryan Reynolds is one of the guys I just want to punch in the face. Probably a great guy, but just has that kind of face. Yeah, and The face and how he carries himself. Oh, yeah. Even now, like, he, he's one of those, like, he's really, really dry comedy and sometimes you watch him and you're like, yeah, he's not too bad. But other times you're like, yeah, you need a kick in the face. Right. This is true. The, the theory that the cop from Die Hard retired to Chicago and had to deal with an annoying neighbor. You know, Carl Winslow uh, from Family Matters. He was the dad. Okay, but he's also yep. the cop in Die Hard. Okay. So yes, I yep. love that theory that he, he retired from. <laughs> after that, he's like, no, that's it. I'm just going to go be a, you know, And that was the one cop. with Stephen Urkel? With Urkel, yeah. Okay. You got any cheese? Oh, my God. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, Empire Records. I like that one. It's not bad. Mm. I, I loved, uh, oh, Liv Tyler back in the day. Yeah, I, I liked her more than, um, the other one from the Aerosmith videos. Alicia, Alicia. Silverstone, yeah. <laughs> Alex P. Keaton. That's uh, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, yeah, he was the, yeah, that, it was a good show. There was a lot of those. Oh, Who's the Boss? Yeah. Oh, my dad watched I that. loved Who's the Boss. I don't know why I loved it, but. It was, oh my God, so many 80 sitcoms. We'll have to do a whole episode on 80 sitcoms sometime. But I didn't watch a lot of them, though. That's days. Oh, yeah. Loved it. You know what I love about high school girls? They, I keep getting older, but they stay the same age. <laughs> oh, that was Matthew McConaughey. All McCall. right, all right, all right. Yeah. Fucking love that. That is that movie. I, um, I don't remember. You were gone somewhere for a few days couple summers ago remember when i built my studio in the garage and it rained i don't know where you were for a couple days i watched days and confused again that time and i loved it as much now when i was a high school student and watched it i fucking loved that film and it holds up it's great yeah I, did you like it or have you ever seen it no, I, I don't think i've watched the whole thing it's got a um what's his name in it uh who's the guy that takes him to the the train station or the um in uh yellowstone rip rip yeah there's rip. a young rip in it too oh, okay. he's, yeah he's yeah but it it's just a perfect it's got a young mila, mila jovovich and it has a killer soundtrack for sure uh cooler are we talking about the movie with uh william h macy i really like that film if that's the one we're talking about uh oh no no sorry he said it'd be a lot cooler if he did yeah I think that, <laughs> that's talking about uh that's a quote from um from Days and Confused as well. Cheers, yep. Cheers was a little before my time, mm -hmm. but I still watch quite a bit of it. I always loved uh, Norm. Uh, he just he cracked me up. I, and Woody. Woody was hilarious. I, yeah. And uh, I never really cared for Frasier, to be honest. No, uh, was a bit I don't me, think yeah. I've watched one episode of Frasier. And my dad used to watch Night Court. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I love Night Court, but again, it was mm -hmm. a little... Oh, there, look, Tori just said Night Court. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my dad watched... The guy, uh, Bull... Oh, bull, yeah. I think yeah. there's a lot of those um, three, uh, like Three's Company as well, like those really kind of raunchy 80s 
comedies that were late at night. Yeah. I, I would I would watch them somehow. I don't know how I would do, but yeah, it was like when your mom and dad went to bed at eight o'clock. Yeah, that's true, you know. <laughs> uh Airwolf. Never saw Airwolf. Did you ever watch it? Airwolf? I've never even heard of it. No, Punky Brewster. No. I used to watch Punky Brewster. Yeah. I um cool story about Cheers. It had like the first season or maybe two had some of the absolute worst ratings of any TV show I ever. I I didn't like that show at all. But here's the thing. If that were made today, it would have been canceled after three episodes. But the network stayed with it, and it's considered one of the most classic sitcoms of all time. And I, I loved it. You know, I did. Um, yeah. <laughs> the opening to um, Night Court sounds like porn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. MASH. Uh, never watched. My yeah. dad watched it. And yeah. I watched bits and pieces. Um, Kids in the Hall. Oh, my God. Uh, what was the... Was it Kramer? Uh, Seinfeld? No, no, or, no. Oh. Uh, on MASH, so the one that wore the dress. Oh. Uh, what was his name? I'm not Cr- Cringer. Sure. Cr- I can't remember his name. I never watched um, it. He irritated me. And, like, I don't know. I didn't, uh, I don't know. It just, like, you kind of wanted to watch it because, you know, it took place during Vietnam and you thought maybe. It's Korean War. Wasn't it Korean, Korean War? Was it? I don't know. I, might be I, don't, I don't know. Was yeah. it Vietnam or the Korean War? It was one of them. But, um, yeah, Klinger. Klinger, okay. Yeah. Or, but, um, yeah, Klinger, okay. But it's just like, you always expected to see more, but it was more dramatics than... Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, yeah, I... Korea, okay. It yeah. wasn't, yeah, it wasn't my thing, for sure. No, it wasn't mine, either. Trying to see what, uh, so some somebody said William H. Macy. He made a lot of good... He's he made, good. You know yeah. what? As much as I can't Shameless stand the show, awesome. he's really good and shameless. He plays a good Frank Gallagher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he was in a lot of lower budget kind of indie films in the 90s which Mm -hmm. i loved i'm trying to see let's see what we can find here if i can remember any of them gotta go back man he has made a lot of tv and movies hasn't he holy shit um keep going there oh mystery man anybody remember mystery men that Mm. cheesy um in 1999 it was this like uh they recruit these superheroes or whatever it was like loser superheroes hard eight was really good yeah uh Remember, Disney owns Fox now, so Klinger is a Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yes, Alan Alda is was or is insufferable. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I never really enjoyed him. Um, and he said the early ones were funnier, but it got preachy. Are we talking about uh, Mash, Shameless or Mash? Mash? Yeah, no, um, Alan Alda. It's, I don't know, I think it's his voice. Yeah. Yeah. Like. So, yeah, uh, William H. Macy was in the Psycho remake, which I actually really like. Pleasantville, I loved. Uh, he was in Boogie Nights. Uh, go back a Boogie little Nights. further. Yeah, Boogie Nights. <laughs> Fargo. He was in Fargo, which was great. Um, what else? I know there was more. I'm trying to think of the other ones. Maybe it was 2000s films I really liked him in. But yeah, he he's always he was always in some really really good films. The Shoveler. That's, oh, The yeah. Shoveler. Yeah, yeah. What's that, baby? That was yeah, one of his movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to Collinwood. Um, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, remember cellular? Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, here we are. Yeah, thank you for not smoking. That was a good one too. Yeah, he. Anyway, but um, the accents in Fargo. Yeah, and they're yeah. they're tr- they're they're true to life too. They're yeah, sometimes. True to yeah, life. like <laughs> more backwoodsy ones. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, Magnolia. Yep. Yes, that's right. Magnolia was a good one too. Remember that movie with Kevin Spacey that won an Oscar? And it was American Beauty. Yeah, that was that was an okay movie back in the day, but it, I don't think it's probably hasn't aged very well, has no, it? No, but it was good when she like shot him in the back of the head. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do we got here? Yeah, I think a lot of his movies were taken off Netflix. Yeah, and, yeah, and 
And he was not fair, you. He was, but he was never convicted of anything. Mm, so, kind of like Mike. But it's funny, though, we can, you know, it, it's weird how we treat it because we mm -hmm. all just kind of forget that Michael Jackson was probably a pedophile, too, right? So, I know it. Yeah. So. Doesn't, doesn't discount the fact that he no. was talented. Yeah. And yeah. here's the thing I didn't, you don't have to like him as a person. No. I love, I just liked his I, music, right? I loved, um, uh, Bill Cosby stand-up. Some of his mm -hmm. records were incredible. And I would still listen to him. And I loved the Cosby show back in the day. But, you know, because he sucked, people made their choice and didn't want to watch anymore. Mm -hmm. Six Feet Under. I watched a bit of it. I was more into The Sopranos. There was a lot of good HBO shows that came on. Um, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. What's that? When three of the people that made complaints got uh, Arkansas. Ar I don't know what that is. Yeah. I, mean, I might have to fill me in on what that means, Goofy. Bob Newhart, did you watch any Newhart stuff? No, no me either. No. Well, Mrs. Cook, we've been two hours and seven minutes. That's all right. I got yeah. nothing else. To yeah, do. I know. That's true. The dogs are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, maximum PI is why a 45. Magnum Ma Sorry, Magnum PI is why a 45, 1911 is, uh, is as needed as coffee and oxygen. Uh, oh, Tori says, having worked in the court system, I've seen a lot. Lots of dismissal cases only because the prosecutors couldn't make a good enough case. Yeah, I believe mm -hmm. that too. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. People die from what Hillary Clinton would do. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Six feet under the girl who became the oh Grim Reaper. That what was that one? No, that wasn't that one. So six feet under was um, it was a movie that took place in a funeral home. It had the actor who eventually went on to be the serial killer. Um, what was the serial killer? Dexter, I think he was in that too, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But the Grim Reaper was a different one. That was another, that might not even been HBO. That might have been Dead Like Me. That's the other one there. Thank you. I'm glad somebody else knows this stuff. I'm I'm digging deep Michael C. Hall. Yeah, that was, yeah. I, uh, I just, I, I only watched a bit of Six Feet Under. I remember one scene where he's like, I think she's a jumper. And she ran and jumped on top of the casket because she missed him for sure. So yeah, um, yeah, HBO did Six Feet Under. I was trying to think, Dead Like Me, I think that might have been a Showtime show. I don't know why I know this, I but um, I'll bring it up here so you can see it. But uh, it was okay. It didn't last quite as long, but uh, Dead Like Me. She was, yeah, she was a Grim Reaper, 2003. Uh, let's see, I'll bring it up. Yeah, she was hit by the mirror space tape. Here it is. Let's bring it up. I'll bring it up. Yeah, I see if anybody else remembers this. Um, there we are. So this was it here. She was... The main actress was, uh, I think it was at Ellen Mueller. Wasn't that Rebecca? Right there. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, is, yeah is that, that, I don't, is it Rebecca Gayhart? She wasn't the main actress though. Okay, but it that's was, who that is. Yeah, I think this yeah. was the main actress here, Georgia, George Lass or whatever. And uh, yeah, she got hit by. That's right. She got hit by the uh, Mir space station. She died, and somehow took the place of a Grim Reaper. And it was okay. It was very dark and twisted. You know, Rebecca Gayhart. Oh, maybe it was then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, good sports show with sports night. Never watched that before. Drop Dead Diva. No. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, what came on? Band of Brothers from HBO was really good. I never uh, watched that one either. It, that was a miniseries. Took place in the Second World War. I think in some ways it was better than, um, than Saving Private Ryan for sure. But, hmm. But yeah, I, I did watch a few episodes of this. It didn't last nearly as long as some of the other ones. But I really want to go back. We talked about this and watch uh, Sopranos sometime. Because mm. you've never watched it, have you? No. no. It's good. Like, it's really good. Not, I find mob movies are hard. 
Yeah, but it's it's more yeah. of a modern. I mean, I say modern. It's fucking twenty five years old now, but or twenty years. No, it's probably twenty five years old now. But let's take a look and see. Sopranos. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. So it's twenty four yeah. years old. So yeah, I don't know. I find um, that's kind of hard. It, it's pretty good, you know. Um, worth a look. I think we're talking about Dead Like Me. Uh, Goofy Rufy said. Uh, it got canceled too soon, but allowed Peter Krause to go on to Six Feet Under and Felicia Huffman to do Desperate Housewives. If that's when we're talking. Or Sports Night. I think that might be Sports Night they're talking about. Yeah, I, I heard that was good. That was, HBO had some sleeper hits in the early 90s that never really went anywhere, you know? Yeah, uh, Sopranos was surprisingly deep at times. You never, you've never seen any of it? No. Maybe we'll, maybe this winter we'll try it if we have yeah. to pick a show because it's, uh, it's no, really no. good. October, I start watching my Walking Dead again. Oh, fuck. Walking down, oh, Jesus. You know, I have Just to rewatch watch the first fucking six I episodes. I have to rewatch it, it every year. Yeah. yeah I rewatch yeah. it every year. But it's only the first six episodes are good. Then, well, maybe well, the first three. Well, but seasons, you're gone. But, I'll watch my. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right. There, you know what? We're going to have to watch fucking Firefly. It's only one season, I think, anyway. So everybody keeps bringing it up. And Well, I'm. Well, well you're gone. I'll probably watch my Game of Thrones and my Walking Dead. And. All those shows that are... And Yellowstone. I love Yellowstone. Yellowstone reminds me so much of Sons of Anarchy. Sun. It's not even full. The problem you know? with Yellowstone is this last season... Like, I'm not going to... The last season was shit. And... Everybody said it. Yeah, like I it... watched it. Like, it was... The, like, the first couple... Like, Yellowstone is a lot like Game of Thrones. You have to get through the first couple episodes. Because it they're really talky and they're setting up character bases. But... Uh, once you get to like episode three, it starts getting really good. And but I found with Game of Thrones, it was the same way. Like you had to get first the, through the first couple episodes. But Yellowstone is basically a country version of Sa Sons of Ar Anarchy. Yeah. And if you like Sons of Anarchy, then you'll like Yellowstone. And um, but it's uh, like the last season sucked, unfortunately. But we I've watched eighteen eighty three. 1883 was incredible. Oh, it's got Sam Elliott, Tim McGraw. Yeah, and it yeah. was really good. Uh, 1923 is really, really, really slow. Um, like, I, I'm not a huge fan of Harrison Ford or Helen Mirren, but I find it really slow. And yeah, the acting that. is... Um, they don't make... They don't mesh very well, those two. Yeah, they... Yeah, even, like... Even the promotional videos are like or the promotional photos you're like yeah just, like they don't people say i they said they have good chemistry but they don't no they look i like, never no i didn't see the chemistry together. on screen at all even the way he like has his hand on her face i'm like oh that's so weird. yeah no i i couldn't pick it up but but like yellowstone kevin costner is so good like he he's really coming to his own and but like i said the last season was just like a farce and i hope they listen to the viewers and they smarten the hell up well, this so this is what happened in Sons of Anarchy. Kurt Sutter or whatever, when he started writing, he became so popular that they give him carte blanche to do whatever he wanted with the scripts. And the last episodes of Sun SOA sucked. Well, they were bloated. They were like yeah. they they all needed an editor, but he believed in his own hype, and this is exactly what's happening with Yellowstone and Tyler Sheridan. Yeah. So he has this contract with uh, Paramount or whatever the big one is, and he. So he can do whatever he wants with the series, and so he can he can make them inflated. He can do fifteen minute country music montages while they watch people, you know, uh, round up bulls yeah. and cows. Like, okay, we get it; they're cowboys. We get it; that's what they're doing. But 
I like I live in Alberta. I don't give a shit yeah. that they're rounded up cows. I see cows every day. I want I want good story. Yeah. And that the last season of Yellowstone was a lot like that. And it was dragged out, it was long, and it was kind of like eh. like I, I'm just hoping they redeem themselves because I think this is the last season that's coming up. Last half season, yeah. Yeah. Peaky Blinders, I have I started watching the first episode. And I was gonna actually keep watching it, but then I just never got back into it. That's got, got uh, uh, yeah, uh, Cillian Bain and oh no, yeah, right, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Killian, I was thinking, sorry, yeah. Murphy. Yeah, I was thinking um, of um, oh shoot, who's the guy that plays Bane in the Batman movie? Uh, yeah, anyway, but he has another he has another show like Peaky Blinders, but yeah, no, but I'm actually gonna give Peaky Blinders a try when things start calming down. Yeah. Boardwalk oh, Empire yeah. was good, yeah. I love that. And it was crazy because that, yeah, Tom I love, Hardy, thank you once. Tom yeah. Hardy, yeah. I love Steve Buscemi. I love, yeah. Oh, he was in, there was another guy that was in so many 90s indie films. And yeah. What an ugly dude. He but, is, but he, but he's soul. a good actor. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. really, and he's so freaking weird. Yeah, he right? is. Like, Tom. I know I, I like Steve Buscemi a lot. He and, is the. And I like Tom Hardy. Although Tom Hardy is kind of reminded me a bit of um, Jared Leto, uh, Gerald, Jared, uh, Gerald, uh, Gerald Butter, Butler. Butler? Okay. Yeah, I can't. I'm losing my talk here. Yeah, uh, basically, he's got a lot of student loans to pay off, oh. and I find that with Tom Hardy, he's kind of picking up all these a whole bunch of random movies. He made some really good, like the last Venom. Yeah. sucked. Like, and it's like, and Tom Hardy, he's not the best actor in the world, but. The last Venom really did suck. The first Venom was, it wasn't bad, right? But it's mm, kind of getting disappointed. Oh, hang on here. Let's uh, let's share, present, oh, let's stop screen, let's share. We'll bring this up and then we'll maybe call her a night. Uh, Steve Buscemi, share. So uh, where, do, where do we start with his? So he was in Reservoir Dogs, then um, The Hudsucker Proxy. If you've ever seen that, that's a good one. And of course, Pulp Fiction, my favorite. Airheads. You ever see? Oh, he was good in Airheads. Really good in Airheads. Um, see, I haven't seen a lot of his stuff. Uh, he was but in Des- Desperado. He was in, of course, he was in Fargo. I think every every uh, '90s indie film was in that. Trees Lounge is really good. That that was a um, an underrated uh, film from the '90s. Uh, Escape from L.A., Con Air, The Big Lebowski. Um, and the thing with Steve Buscemi though is that he never has really main roles. No. Ghost World. You ever seen Ghost World? Yep. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like. That's yeah, got Thor Virgin. Yeah, I think that's based. If I remember, that's based on a graphic novel. I think uh, mm-hmm. Billy Madison. Yeah. <laughs> Billy, Isn't that yeah. the one where his eyes kind of look outwards? Yes. Billy Madison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, I remember him in uh, Armageddon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in that too. Yeah. I guess that's a where he yeah. blew all the where he got Part all the thing. big loan from the loan shark because he thought he was going to die up in space, and then, and then he, he's trying to like ride the nuclear bomb. That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah um, Fargo. Are we square? That's a really good one. Um, a simple plan. I really love a simple plan that has Billy Bob Thornton in it. It's very similar to Fargo, where they find that plane that crashes in the in the woods in the I've snow. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I enjoy that. Dunkirk was really good. Absolutely. Um, uh, did you guys see the documentary about the Japanese woman who thought Fargo was real and went and tried to find the money by the fence? Oh my God. No. Oh my if you can goodness. find me a link of that goofy, send it to me because, uh, 
that would be quite that doesn't really surprise i mean no the shit that people think is real nowadays you know oh, so. i know all right let's call her a night mrs mm-hmm. cook it's been two hours and 20 um i don't think i i'm oh heat yeah heat's so good jesus you guys are gonna keep making we'll, we'll, we'll have another night talking about movies at some point but we spend an hour talking about prepping and an hour and a half talking about films so there you go uh so for the summer there's going to be no saturday episodes no saturday live streams it's going to be family night for us. It'll be fun. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to it. I announced it in the Telegram group. So there'll be three episodes a week going uh, just, just until I get back properly from uh, from Tennessee. I think it'll work better for everybody. And uh, yeah, the content will be top notch for us. And yeah, it'll be a Thursday deep dive episode, a Friday of me and Mrs. Cook, and then a Sunday night evening uh, interview show. So yeah. want to go see the dogs, hun? Yeah. yeah, they've been idiots all night. Hopefully, I got they three didn't. Day weekend, so yeah, you do. I yeah. got three days, to and I've got an entire weekend to work mass off and get the trailer done. Yeah, well, so. actually, well, uh, our American counterparts. This is our. Uh, uh, oh yeah, Victoria yeah. Day weekend. We call it May two four, which weekend. would be like your Memorial Day. Yeah, theirs is the yeah. next weekend. You know, yeah, so. ours is this weekend, so we we have a three day weekend. Yeah, it'll be good. And uh, thanks, Martinson. We appreciate you guys. We'll uh, we'll be back. Well, you'll be back next Friday, and uh, let the cat out of the bag. I'm gonna you're gonna you're gonna be working on a podcast before long, aren't you? I am. So I'm, I'm gonna make it public, so you have to do it now. So, and well, yeah, actually, you put it out there. I'm looking for ideas. Yeah, like yeah. as. Like I, I, you have a title, right? Or a name? Yep. So yeah. Martinson said, uh, happy Friday. Thanks for being great Canadians. Thanks for, I love how many great Canadians we have in here. It's awesome. So, yeah, no, and we like, got renegade butcher too. He's okay. He's good shit. Right. Yeah. So no, like if we could, yeah. If anybody has any good ideas that I could, uh, borrow for a podcast, that would be awesome. Cause like I, I have it all ready to go, but it's, it's hard to kind of like come up with an idea to talk about because I kind of like jump around all the place and I kind of want to stay focused on one but thing. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. you'll do it. Yeah. We'll, we'll get her out there. We're, we're working on it. Aren't we mm-hmm. baby doll. Cool. All right, folks. Well, as always stay happy, stay healthy and have a great week.